0: Go face them and fight them. Be savage again.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Put Me In Coach podcast. Bobby Blanco, Tom Natale, Ian Foster. There we go. Now we have all the audios working for everybody. Greg Porter. I can't hear anything. Might possibly shut the fuck up. (laughs) Might possibly be joining us uh, via telephone call um, in a little bit, but we haven't heard from him. My guess is he is asleep. It is Tuesday night, February twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Um, we had just finished watching the Capitals beat the Winnipeg Jets in a shootout for a 4-3 victory at home. Ovi scored 7 one then also the game winner in the shootout, which is on a nifty move, which we haven't seen him doing a shootout in a long time. Um, and now here we are. It's been a while, close to a month, definitely at least three weeks, right, because of my spring training trip. And, um, yeah, that's probably it did. So it's been three weeks since we recorded. Um, so we've got a lot to touch on tonight. That was a nifty move. Was that um, Darren South throwing the ball in? <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Too, Too soon. <coughs> uh, speaking of which, I mean, I already mentioned the Capitals and and now a, a Maryland basketball reference, but we are going to kind of touch all the bases, so to speak, um, mm-hmm. for D.C. sports, uh, Capitals, um, Wizards, Maryland Hoops, um, Shields, Defenders, Shields. No. Shields. Shields way the fuck up. Um, Not this week, but well, Shields yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> um, and then maybe some spring training baseball stuff uh, yes. to wrap up the show, touching everything but Redskins in draft. I mm-hmm. mean the combine. I guess the combine technically started today. Today was the media day. Yes, and then the workouts start tomorrow. And they, Thursday, me- and they measured the or hands Thursday. already. Yeah, measured hands. So excited. Um, yeah, that's Tom's bread and butter. Wait, so the workouts don't start until Thursday? I thought they don't start Thursday. They're just Thursday through Sunday, like a. Golf why do they do media day? T- no, whatever. All right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was listening into um, J.P. Finley's Redskins Talk podcast on my way in tonight, and they, you heard from Kyle Smith, which was interesting. Sounds like a smart guy. Um, said all the right things. Sounds like the Redskins are, are turning into a right uh, good franchise, good organization, heading in the right direction. Plenty of stuff. Plenty of time to talk about that, though, as the combine progresses this week and we get oh, closer yeah. and closer to the draft. That is Tom's. Bread and butter. So we'll have obviously full coverage of the Redskins' number two overall pick heading into late April. Chase Young, Chase the fuck Young.
2: All right. So we are going to start with the Caps because history was made just a few couple of days ago, I believe. Uh, Alex Ovechkin scored his 700th goal. Ian and Porter were actually there for six ninety nine. Nice six ninety nine. You know, I I think we've run out of adjectives and uh, you know different stories about how, just how amazing Alex Ovechkin is. But you know his legacy and his talent <clears throat> continues to be as consistent as if he nothing's changed. If he was the you know the twenty-one year old MVP at one point or whatever.
1: Yeah, um, and it's crazy. Well, I mean we're getting to a point. Obviously, getting at seven hundred. He is thirty-four years old. Um, I mean, the I mean, not that it hasn't been before, I guess, but now with reaching seven hundred at thirty-four. The Gretzky watch is on. Oh, um, full alert! And you and I—I I think my dad has mentioned this too. We were watching the game before I came over and talking about. I mean, th- this guy is—he's much must-watch every single night. He's out there every time the Caps play. You, as Capitals fans or hockey fans, even have to tune in to watch because he could do something, mm-hmm. you know, that is just unbelievable mm-hmm. to watch. I mean, he is a few, first ballot future Hall of Famer. He is going to have number eight retired here. He's yep. going to be possibly the greatest athlete DC has ever seen if not already yeah I I mean I think that's it's like
2: him Sammy Ball and Walter Johnson both were those two were almost a hundred years ago Yeah. so
1: yeah I mean definitely in recent memory but like all time so yeah I lost sound again I think it's your cord your cord might be a little fucked Mm -hmm. okay
0: so what about Porter's uh,
1: um, headphones headphones if you keep talking I can try to figure it out you want try? Want me to try to figure it out? Sure. Uh, okay. okay. So keep talking, okay. or don't keep talking. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, um, you still can't hear anything? No. Okay. Well, yeah, nope. you keep talking about Obi. I'm gonna to try to figure. Okay. Out yeah. Thoughts.
2: I. I mean, he is the greatest DC D. athlete yeah. of. The past 50-plus years, I mean, I I don't know who I else mean, to put into that category.
0: I just, it's, for me, it's of all time. Mm-hmm. I love Sammy Ball, but what Ovi's done is just unheard of, especially in this day and age. I don't think we'll, we might not ever see 700 goal scorer oh, ever again. I'm back.
2: Why is that? Nope. I can hear again. Now it's gone. Something wrong with the cord.
0: Okay. Porter laughed and said negative. Got it. Ha ha negative.
2: Is it harder to score goals in this day and age as opposed to like during Gretzky's prime era or is it it's not the even latter? close. So it it's even
0: It's way wh- more difficult more now. Way, okay. I mean the goals are smaller, mm-hmm. the pads are so much larger. So and lighter. So they're they're bigger and lighter, so they can move around ten times easier than they could back then, and it was a giant ass net. Damn. Yeah, I mean, now... I mean, he's got What be, he's doing now, I, it's it's unheard of.
2: And he's got to be at that 45-goal-per-year threshold for, like, the next...
0: I mean, at least like, three years. I can hear. Yeah, right. We're back. At least the next three years. All right. He's going to be dancing on 40 to 50. Wow. And then that puts him already... And congrats on the sex. Congrats <laughs> on the sex. <laughs> and that puts him, like... Shit, almost forty away so I ca- from from catching Gretzky.
1: I um yeah, I well I mapped it out. He's at this was his tonight, his forty third goal of the season. Yeah. So he's gonna hit fifty again this year. I think he is. Um and just by pure math standpoint, he if he averages four around forty six goals over the next four years, he'll catch him in four years. And that's crazy. Yeah. So that's- before he's forty, before he's thirty eight.
0: And all he has to do is sit in year. his office and get 24, 25 goals a year.
1: Yeah, his 38 age season. So, in four years, he theoretically could catch him. And even if he doesn't, you span that over six years, he can do it. Yeah. You know, he'll catch him by 40. He could catch him by 40.
0: Yamir Yager played until he was like 44 years old. And, wow. we're still, and we're still putting some goals in, and mm-hmm. even I mean, Yager is a
1: great hockey player. But I mean, did you guys watch the uh, tribute thing that the Caps did tonight before the game? To I did. Him? Not. They like honored him for his 700th seventh hundredth goal, and they had every living member of the 700th goal club like record a little message to Obi. Oh, wow! No, and awesome. Yager's was like, "Hey, <laughs> like it took me way longer than you. It took you to get here. Like I've I played for so long. That's why I might I have scored so many goals." So, like, just waiting for you basically to get to 800 or 90, yeah. whatever it may be. And Gretzky said, like, congratulations, like, see you at 800. I was like, fuck. Yeah, he for he was, he's
0: the fastest ever between 600 and 700 milestones.
1: Yeah. I mean, and they just think, like, what was it, a month? To, I, oh, I guess we're almost in March, so two almost two months ago, he had that crazy stretch of scoring. He had back-to-back hat tricks, and he scored, what was it, like, Ten goals at over a score of like
0: th- four eight, games. Eight goals because those was at the one where we scored two.
1: Yeah, so hat trick, hat trick, two goal game, and, or yeah. two goal game, magic hat trick, back to back. And, and in, you were at
2: sixty nine. What was that environment like? It Six ninety
0: nine. Excuse me. It was awesome, and we had fucking fantastic seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn it, that was awesome. I was literally on the center the center line, at like ten rows up. It was amazing. Hello, mm-hmm. here it is. There but. It was it was unreal, and then for him to do it in the first period, get six ninety nine. I was like, "Here, uh, yeah. here yeah. we go!" Yeah. I was yeah. like, "Game the fuck on!" To I mean, then, could you imagine a, witnessing history like that? We oh. were there at the thousandth point at his thousandth point against Penguins. It would, like I wish that I could have said I was there at the at his thousandth point and at seven hundred. Yeah, I was at five hundred, <sighs> I believe. Still, I mean, it was it was a it was a good game. Fuck the Canadians. Yeah.
2: So in in addition to the Capitals, Jaroslav Halak. A, a lot. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot's been done with the uh, trade deadline. Caps have acquired what three guys? Dylan, K-
1: Kovalchuk, and some of the guy I've never heard of. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the other yeah, guy. guy was I think is he even on the Caps roster. I think I he was had, like a minor know, yeah. quote unquote minor league guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Minor I think he was like tw- yeah, for he was like twenty three years old. Um, but anyways, yeah, the, but yeah, I mean they got two main contributors being Dylan and Yula Kovacic. Dylan looks good,
0: yeah, he, I mean, yeah. it's
1: easy to win <laughs> whole,
0: our hearts, yes,
1: <laughs> by beating the shit out of Genny Malkin. <laughs> he
0: beat the shit out of him.
1: Yup. Never Come forget, on. Malkin's a crybaby,
0: and he wanted no smoke.
1: Speaking of crybaby, how about? Sid the kid, throwing a little temper tantrum on the oh, little baby, little baby boy. Little baby. God, I eat that Look shit at up him so much
0: in his wee little boots. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how many cats can wear boots? <laughs> did they, did these trades need to happen? Was is this an act of them, this front office of this organization, saying we are putting all our chips in for another Stanley Cup run? Or are they noticing, like, you know, the past month has been bad over the past month? Yeah, uh, we have not looked like the same team. And, and is that a res- is this out of
1: desperation or maybe a combination of both? I don't know if it's desperation. I think it's, I mean, I, I mean, GMBM, as the junkies call him. I like that. Um, I mean, Tom, I, I can equate, I think he's very similar to Mike Rizzo. I mean, he's very aggressive. He's very savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and he's also, you, you knew he was going to make a move. And I he mean, pushes the right buttons. He does. And he doesn't uh, give up assets.
0: Not yeah, too many. I mean, a third you, rounder for Kovalchuk, <laughs> mm-hmm. which can be a very and, high upside.
1: And apparently, Canadians fans were pissed off that the Canes didn't get enough back for him. Okay. like they, like, they And that's always a good sign when the opposing fan base is like, you gave up, you, got, you didn't get enough back. <laughs> um, so, I mean, and, you know, I, I don't think it was, I mean, he was going to make a move, Brian McKellen. I mean, he was going to... He always does. He, they, uh, I think it's something. He really
0: caps suit, no matter who's in George, right? But yeah, but it's, it's more hockey. It's
1: something. I think he's been the GM for six seasons now, mm-hmm. right? Wow. And he's traded for a defenseman every year at the deadline. Mm-hmm. So it's six straight years that he's gotten a defenseman. Uh, I did not see the check coming uh, trade coming at all, but I mean, I like it. It adds depth. I know, like the players in the locker room liked it. <laughs> the Caps now have the most Russians. <laughs> <laughs> <That makes sense. laughs> of any team in the NHL. So cue the Russian spy for this election um, memes coming out. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that they're both – Dylan definitely, obviously – I mean, he's already in the top line defensively with John Carlson. Um, and then Kovacic's in the third line. You know, it's it's crazy. And Ian kind of alluded this alluded to this when we were watching uh, the shootout because, you know, think back to that Olympic shootout between the Russians and the U.S., and Oshi going back and forth. He was going against Kovalevich, yeah. And oh, damn, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. It's like a circle, and he. It's like a. It's like a circle, and I think he's a couple years older than Ovi, and I, I think I've read some somewhere like he was supposed to be like Ovi before Ovi came out. Like he mm-hmm. was supposed to be the Russian superstar coming out, and then Ovi came along.
0: Yeah, he got the. Did he get the? He got a hundred million dollar contract. Did he get that before or after Ovi? I don't remember. I forget. It but, ended up not paying it out, and
1: yet. he's. A, I mean, he's been a really good hockey player for a really long time. Um, it's just obviously over his coming super. I mean, he
0: and he was playing in the KHL for five that's years. That's true. 2012 too. to 2018.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's great depth, great experience, great veteran veteran leadership. Again, I, I think the guys in the clubhouse really like him already. Clubhouse, locker room, whatever you want to call it, um, because there are so many Russians already on the team. True. So, yeah, I mean, I think. Yes, was it I don't I, it's not desperation. It was a need obviously they they were struggling, but I think it's also something that the caps they make moves at every trade deadline. This was so, in
2: 2010 Kovalchuk signed a 17 year $102 million that's deal. It, that's it. With the New Jersey Devils. Good Lord.
0: How many years did he play on that? <laughs> that was 2010. 2010. So 2 years. <laughs> so So wow. yeah, I I don't know if it was
1: desperation, it was definitely, you know, out of need. Again, I think everyone, everyone knew they were going to trade for a defenseman. They think the adding a veteran forward for the third line was a little surprising. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I like it. I mean, I don't think there's too much to complain about. We'll so see how, how it turns me. out. Yeah.
2: So with over the – have Caps have been maybe plateaued a little bit early, earlier on this season. It's been around the past month in which we've been playing – we've been treading water. Is this just – you know, a part of the long-term season or are there actual concerns here? Despite a two game winning streak right now. Thank God.
0: Barely. Thank
1: God, barely. Yes. Uh, mm. I think there were concerns. I mean, cause even tonight, I mean, yeah, they won, but it took overtime in a shootout to do it. And they were up three, nothing going into the third, into the third. So, I mean, I get it. Hockey's a different style of game and I don't watch enough hockey to know how often that kind of thing happens. I, obviously specifically zone in on the capitals and strictly watch the capitals. So when which stuff we like do that,
0: that a lot. Right. We mm-hmm. do we come back a lot mm-hmm. down 3 right. nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think they're the highest scoring t- which is ironic since they didn't score any in the third period, but they're the highest sure. scoring team in the third period in the NHL. Yep. Um but it's it's like it's just that kind of same storyline where like the, okay, you get a 3 nothing and I mean the Jets are fine. I mean I think they're going to be the playoff team again this year, but mm-hmm. like they're no you know, They're no Boston. They're no Pittsburgh. They're no even the Islanders now. Um, so you have a 3 nothing thing league in the third. Okay, you give up one flute goal, which it was a flute goal. Uh, did you see it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a flute goal. OB ba- I mean, not Ovi. <laughs> yeah. Holpe basically, st- well, yep. Kempney turned it over, but uh, Holpe stopped the point-blank shot, but it sneaked out of his pad, and the guy just tapped it in.
0: And then the other one, did you see the Orlov Orloff skate? Yep. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, didn't see that, that, I didn't see the second goal because I was in the car. It was the third? Yeah, it was the third one. It was not good.
1: Oh, well, yeah, the last one, the tie the game that we just watched at the end. Yeah, the one. Yeah, one. yeah. yeah so it, it, no, on I didn't see the second off, one. Skate. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but the point remains, you're up by three goals. You're the best team in your division. You're one of the better teams in hockey. That should be no problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, I mean, then again, the way the game is played now. Slumps going to happen. Under. Yeah. Slumps happen. It's also hockey's higher, you know, very high scoring now. Teams are built to come back, um, and it, you know, I mean, I get it. It's hockey; it's fluke. You need right bounces, and it's sometimes tough to tough to hold the league. But I think watching the Capitals, it seems like it happens too often, mm-hmm. and that makes me nervous for the postseason.
2: So one one thing that I have noticed on on the Twitterverse is there is a lot of disdain for Todd Reardon, yeah. and this is not the first time we've talked about this, or the second, I believe. But um, is his criti- is this criticism justified, or it seems like uh, he gets on under your guys'
1: skin. Um, uh, to me, it's I don't know. There's a lot of like sometimes lack of attention to detail. Sometimes they look sluggish. Um, sometimes there's a, like a maybe lack of like energy. I don't know. And I just felt like yeah. I mean, it's an 82 game season that would occasionally happen under Barry trots, but he would snap that out real quick. And I just feel like those lulls are way too long for the team that this that's this good. You know, Ovi can't carry you. I mean, we just talked about how fantastic he is, but he's not going to be able to carry you for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this team has plenty of talent, so it's it is just frustrating. Again, it's just it's like I there. I don't know, you know. I mean, there was
2: fire. It weird just feels and, like tweets. It just feels uh, like there was last week.
0: Like, yeah, when we were losing eight out of eleven. Yeah. and like. It's the teams that we should be do- dominating, too. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. I'm not on the fire rearing camp just yet. Mm-hmm. I know Joe Arvis, front of the program. Mm-hmm.
1: Joe Arvis is.
0: He's definitely on the fire reardon. But then he also said, once we got Kovalchuk, he's like, God, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking Cup again. It's just, it's the Capitals. Yeah, this is It's a slump. Slumps happen.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to, be, I mean, fair to-, to be, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair to Reardon, there were a couple seasons where we had Fireberry. I mean, the Cup season, there were Fireberry mm-hmm. trots. You yep. know, people saying that. And obviously that infamous slum and then, you know, he made some speech and they turned their season around and won the Cup. I that's, that's the thing. That's what I don't see from Todd Reardon. I don't see that fire that you know, when things are going wrong, mm-hmm. I don't see him getting like pissed like Barry Trotz would get, mm-hmm. and like get in the players' faces—not get in their faces, but like you know, make a stand as the head coach, show some goddamn. It's still leadership. so surreal that he is not our coach, that, and that's other—that's yeah. the other part too. It's—I think it's a little, you know, it's kind of like. Compared to the Nationals with Dusty Baker going to Davey Martinez going into 2018, a lot of fans weren't really on the Davey Martinez train, and that wasn't really his fault. It was more so they wanted Dusty back, Mm -hmm. and he wasn't brought back, and people thought that the Nats kind of jobbed him. Same kind of right, same same thing. I don't think anyone because we even said on the program here, (laughs) you know, hey, it's okay if we let you know. That sucks. We wish he kept him, but Todd Reardon's basically his right hand man. He'll take over. You know. We we figured we're gonna lose one of them if Trot stayed, Reardon's gonna get a head coaching job yeah. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's one of those things where like the Caps and Ted Leonsis did, they buried Trot's dirty and at least in the fans' well, they got, eyes. They got cheap. They got cheap. which well, is doing them dirty, you know. And it was only and a million
0: went, dollars, like. And Ted, you're a billionaire
1: in the fans' eyes. And again, that's nothing Todd Reardon did, but it's just like he was gonna come in with. You know, a bad taste in the mm. fans' mouth to begin with. So I think that's part of the reason too, where it's like, you know, you're not Barry, so we don't really like you. But that's nothing really that you can do.
0: Correct. I mean,
1: win a cup, and it's you know, and who, then, who the fuck cares? And
0: then it's all a moot point. Okay. So let me so let, let me say this. I, I know this is moo.
2: incredibly premature, but we when we get we approach playoff season, and if we have a similar exit like we did last year,
0: I think last year. I mean, last year. We we were upset about it but we yeah we could we could accept it because mm-hmm. they were just tired. Mm-hmm. They were tired and they got outplayed. And we had won the cup the year before, which is one of the hardest things you could do. And then partied. And then partied harder <laughs> than anybody months. has ever partied. Like to party. Oh god. They <laughs> they had it they had it if they won that fucking series. No, they did. And you know why? I was
1: looking up the last year's th- because I was trying to figure out because um because the sharks we got Dylan from the Sharks. I was like, are the Sharks like selling? And They made the Western Conference Finals last year. Sure did. Um, But then I also glanced at the Eastern bracket and the fucking Hurricanes went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm -hmm. After they beat us in seven, they swept the Islanders. They got swept by Boston, but they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals and that could have so easily been us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and then who knows what happens if we make it to the cup and face the Blues team that obviously ended up going on to win it, but... I, it, that's the thing the bummer about last year is we had. I think we had the way the cards fell after we got knocked out. We had a legit shot at going back to back. All the big boys went and down. Is right. it is it
3: too
2: much sports talk radio fodder that saying is is reared in playing for his job, coaching for his job? This
1: I don't think so. No. Year two. I,
0: I don't think it's unfair to think that he's coaching for his job.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's year two, Bobby, but this team—he's being given the keys to a very, very, very nice car.
0: Yeah, and Ovi is thirty-four. Yep, he could stay, he could go on to to break the record, obviously, but we don't know how much longer he can be dominant.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really no excuse, regardless of who's the coach of you
1: know a first-round
2: exit again. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, and I think to answer barring health, mm-hmm. to answer your original question, I think, yes, a first round exit would be a huge disappointment. Obviously, last year was disappointing, but like Ian said, I think we were you could accept it just based on what happened the year before. Mm-hmm. And the Carolina was one of the youngest teams that they just had legs, they just had they better did. legs going into game seven than we did. Were we a better team? I think so, but they just had better legs, mm-hmm. okay, fresher legs. So, but yes, now that's not an excuse. You got an early exit last year. So you have more time to rest. Theoretically, a first round exit after winning your division is definitely off the table. You that that cannot happen. Okay. Um, get to the second round. I mean matchups. I mean the way the Stanley Cup playoffs are formatted, it's weird. So you don't know who you're going to get. Uh now and and look at last year the first round upsets too. I mean because yeah. Tampa Bay they scored 100, oh my God. 120 <laughs> points and they, they got swept in the first round. Who? Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, they got they got worked they by got, by Barry. Yeah, by Barry and Co. They got fucked they no, no Barry worked the the pens. The pens. They got worked by Columbus. Oh my god, they did. Oh my god, that was so beautiful. Um. So yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, was like, so that's what it's like looking inside of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, the Eastern Conference Final this year should be Boston versus the Caps. Mm-hmm. Should be that. Should be get to that point and then we'll see what happens.
0: God, I want to be Pittsburgh again.
1: Want to be Pittsburgh, but uh, getting I, swept is not a bad thing.
2: Okay, let's move on to the hardwood as we're watching the Lakers. Crosby's a bitch. Play uh, Zion Williamson in the Pelicans. Um, Some history was made. We're
0: not gonna be fucking sucked this year. (laughs) I I had to
1: play one side. Um,
2: We witnessed history yesterday. Bradley Beal, first guy to score fifty points, fifty point games in consecutive games since Kobe Bryant over a decade ago, I believe. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Bradley Beal had 55 points and a loss last night, and had 53 the night before on a back to back. Yeah, on a back to back, on a back to back. That's uh, insane. I, I don't know. I, I don't, Bobby. Maybe if you could figure out, has anyone scored f- two 50 point games and lost both? No, Bradley's the first. Bradley's. Uh, yeah, that, makes, that checks yeah. out. Okay. Yeah, that's the first. Write that down. That checks out. Got it. Yep.
0: Sweet. That, that was history.
2: Yep. Um, I know locally we know how good he is, but is it at this point that some spec needs to be put on him on the on a national landscape?
1: Yes. They talked about him on PTI tonight, and I don't watch that show anymore, but they did. Mm-hmm. Fuck PTI. Um, I feel like I also saw it on... Nice. I feel like I saw it also on Sports Center.
0: Oh, yeah, they did. They talked about it last so, night. So, yeah, I, I think he's getting some... Mm-hmm. And, they came and, in at the fourth quarter when they started. To, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Give my boy some loving. How many points did he have going into the fourth? Well, he scored 17 straight points in the, in the fourth quarter. He had like quarter. 22 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay, so.
1: That's pretty and they good. went to overtime? Is that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So between. He didn't really so- score in the overtime.
1: Okay, so basically in the fourth quarter he scored. He was getting like triple teamed in the overtime. 30 yeah. points?
0: He scored 22 in the fourth quarter. Oh, alone. Okay. I thought you said he had 20. How much goals. fun was that to watch last night? It was amazing. It was amazing. Hope and I were just sitting there and. And. It was, I was telling you earlier, it was the one where was dribbling to his left on the on the left wing and he just drained it right. And I think it was Bledsoe's face.
2: Oh, and then he turned around and gave him a little bit of a stare. That scare. was a different
0: one. Oh, that man. was a different one. Cause that one, he, it was a, I believe it was a rebound kick out to him and then he just drained it. But it was the one where he was dribbling to his left, contested and just stroked the hell out of it. I was like, how? <laughs> and I think that was for his 17th point, like in a row. It's what I just we were just laughing. Do you just want to tell him how much you love him? Always. That's all <laughs> I want to do. Him and Breton's. Can we just shoot around? Can we just. Ha- can we just have a catch? <laughs> I just want to play force <laughs> around, uh, around the world. I'll dominate him.
2: <laughs> that game was incredible last night. He's an and so 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 good. He might be the best two guard in the NBA. I think he
0: is. People still don't give him credit for that. Uh, Not even uh, close. They don't.
2: I mean, especially without Clay Thompson playing this year, like.
0: And he's Which, better than CJ McCollum. I would take Clay. I would take Bradley over Clay. You would any day of the week. If there's not another like, if it's going to be them as the number one, okay. Clay's not going to get you. He's not going to create those shots for himself.
2: He can't. Now, Bradley's defense isn't good. Is it because he's just exerting so much energy and time and being the number one option every single play? Oh, I
0: don't know. On
2: offense, because.
0: He shouldn't be, Well, the Wizards aren't good on defense. He should be good at so, defense. It's yeah. not yeah. just him. He's athletic. Mm-hmm. He's long. Strong. strong Got to get his friction on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it. I think it's, who knows, maybe if, if he had a defensive mind of coach. Mm-hmm. They would or, or maybe
1: just a better overall defense. I mean, again, the Wizards aren't good at defense. It's better. not like he's
0: the outlier. But Kelly was good. Of course Kelly was good. John healthy John Wall is good. Guys, we're gonna be good. I think we're next year. I think we're gonna be good. We I
1: we I don't want to be this good yet. Like we're way better than I thought we were gonna be right now. I mean, honestly, I know I mean it must suck for Bradley Beal to score fifty plus points in back to back games and lose both. I get it. That sucks. Bucket buckets is the The, proper terminology. But losses mean higher lottery pick. Exactly. This is what this is exactly what I want to happen. What if they what if they flash, Bradley Beal gets his numbers, gets his minutes, whatever he wants. Then they end up with you know, knock on wood, but God willing with the lottery system, they end up with like a top 5 pick or something. Well,
0: nope, I'm telling you. We're getting we're getting 8th seed. And
1: you get we're John what well, no, God that, damn it. I don't <laughs> want the eighth seed. We paid I, not even a little bit. No, the 8th seed. Oh, I
0: want no. nothing to do with it, but that's what we're getting. No. I'm telling you. No. Sorry. No, we're not
1: going to fuck that. Please no. I'd be so pissed.
0: <laughs> Me too. And it's going to happen. <laughs> what,
1: what
2: would be if we do play this correctly, meaning we continue to lose games but show our showcase our young talent? I mean, it's this. Then this
1: looks you took the best team in basketball down to the wire yeah. with the best player in basketball probably right now and, and Giannis. I mean, this is going to look like an, an enticing team to play for in the future.
2: I mean, look at this two years ago with the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. That was a team that. Were gutsy. They they, the effort was there every single night. There just wasn't a lot of talent. Then last year they worked their way to the eighth seed. Actually beat Golden State in one game. I think the first game. And you know Kawhi, Paul George, the league saw the what was being constructed there in Los Angeles. And before know it, in a matter of months, they got. Kawhi Leonard Kawhi. and Paul George on the same team. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know that's not
0: exactly that, much that's, bigger market.
2: Yes. Certainly that's not going to happen here because of with Bradley Beale's contract with John Walls at the same time. I, I think No that, more Jan
0: Mahemies, though. Oh, there we go. Thank uh-huh. God. Yeah. I, I think uh um,
2: again. It, it's it's a point where, you know, if I'm a pending free agent or something like that, you know, I got a good opportunity here to play in Washington. The Bucks have already clinched
0: a playoff berth. Uh the fastest ever. Jesus
1: wow. Christ. Yeah. So here, to kind of back. Sorry, I don't mean to backtrack. No, you're fine. about yes, the future looks good. Tommy Shepard.
0: My God. Just sitting behind. The, um. The ho- dumb, also, dumb. hold on.
1: Sorry, I don't mean to go on by myself. But when did DC become the hotbed of like good young GM or not young, but good GMS? <laughs> Rizzo, GM, GMBM, Tommy Shepard. Now and then, if Kyle, Kyle Smith, Smith, Smith becomes a fucking GM. And but, has a good draft, but three I mean, rule number three. We don't get it. We don't deserve it. And it competent competent GM's GM's protocol.
0: Okay, that'd be a direct. We, we'd be. Oh contra- can you imagine if one day we had to scratch all. We of get to off? scratch everything off.
1: <laughs> well, um, I think t- I think two is just that's always going to happen. Yeah, yeah. two is always going to happen. I think we can change national TV. Uh, I mean, not right now, but I think that could. We would have to could, win a game.
2: We would have to win a game on Monday Night Football, Bobby, for that to happen. That's true.
1: Maybe a couple. I believe. I think Ronnie can do it.
2: I think. I think can, oh, no, <laughs> the rules I think will never be broken is six. Everyone. I mean,
1: greater men 17. have tried and failed here. If Ronnie does it, <laughs> scratch that off.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> injuries, injuries, and more injuries. Uh, John Wall comes back healthy, and the Redskins completely redid their training their, their staff. Their training
0: staff is new.
1: We could scratch off a couple of these in the next couple of years. Yeah,
2: just not number six. Knock on wood.
1: Jags become goats? Yeah. Never. Kelly Olenek. Kelly fucking Olenek. Yeah. I think I think the...
0: <laughs> I am so mad. <laughs> I think one... Don't let Isaiah Thomas beat you. That's all we wanted. Don't let Isaiah Thomas beat you. Okay. Here's Kelly fucking Olenek. Mike Whatever. Dunleavy. Whatever. Mike Dunleavy. 35 points. Piece of shit.
1: <laughs> I think 1-6 I think 1-6 are the two that probably will never change. You know Steph change. Curry's first game back is against the Wizards Sunday, right? Mm-hmm.
0: God, anyway, sorry, Jesus. that was a tangent. <laughs> yeah, um, I, mean, if
1: there's any, I mean, that has to be a thing. He's going 50. <laughs> back to you uh, to the original point of uh, Bradley getting enough national attention because he gets it here. He's so goddamn good. I think Karam Butler literally just made this point on Twitter. The Bucs are 50 and 8. 50 and 8. 5 zero They eight. could possibly get close to that. No,
2: they The they they can Warriors only win team? one more. Yeah, never mind. Lose one more. Retract. Yeah. Anyways, uh,
1: but the, you said they're the fastest team to ever clinch a playoff spot, and that's mm-hmm. probably only because the Wizards, I mean, the Wizards, the Warriors were in the Western Conference. Western Conference, Conference right.
0: correct. If they were in the East, they would have clinched it.
1: Um, and then Kron goes on to say they should be the story and headline for everything basketball. Great regular season, great regular season team. I, I feel like the Bucks aren't talked about besides Giannis enough nationally. Like it's everyone market. talks Absolutely. about Zion, LeBron James, L.A. Um, what trash thing that the Knicks owner said last? <laughs> it's it's Milwaukee, Boston. I know, but yeah. they're so good. But yeah. I think I'm, I'm trying to say is like I think that's just. a but it encompasses how the NBA is viewed. Now. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't True. have narratives oh, justified. Right. So it's like, and uh, I mean, Wizards aren't good. So, you
0: know, but Brad of course,
1: Brad, I know he is, but of course he's going to get buried because he's on a bad team. Even, so even though we are good, better. we still don't. Another thing, he, I, was, uh, he was younger then. Another thing I want yeah, to reiterate. John
0: so Wall never got the was, love that he deserved.
2: Correct. And I always John Wall pissed off was so much better. Um, I didn't know how much better Bradley is when he's
0: pissed off. Yeah, and he's starting to become good down the down the end of crunch time. Mm-hmm. Which before it was, <laughs> I was just terrified when he yeah. would have the ball because he'd somehow turn I it mean, over.
2: What is his best move? Is it his hesitation
0: that he does to the basket now? I mean, oh, that little hesi he did last night mm-hmm. at the at the free throw line made Divincenzo look like an idiot.
1: Can I also point out that the Wizards are in exact limbo or purgatory in terms of where we want them? (laughs) They are. Of course. They're four and a half games away from the eight seed, Mm -mm. but also four and a half games away from last place in the Eastern Conference. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it's going to (laughs) happen. No, they're going to stay. They're going to be the nine seed. I
0: guarantee it. They don't have to play the Bulls anymore. They always lose to the Bulls. Right? Right. Is that the thing that always No, we' we're, we're gonna beat the magic magic are gonna go on a losing run
2: Jesus God damn it um so I did want to talk about i i had a heck of experience at a wizard's game of yeah you, of weeks think, yeah, you
0: did but,
2: um first first and, and foremost, i yeah. want to thank friend of the program jviv the jviv jack Vivian uh he J-squid. was uh incredibly generous enough to include me in on this opportunity and that was a sick court side. And not just courtside, but we were sitting next to the freaking team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were. <laughs> I was sit like I was sitting here. Thomas Bryan or Yamahimi
0: were there. And I, You could touch them.
2: I could yeah. I, I could actually and I, I high five Bertans with this hand. <laughs>
0: left hand. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he do it with a shooting hand? No, it was left on left. Okay. Yeah got to protect the goods. Yeah. No. <laughs> the money maker.
2: <laughs> uh it, it was one of the coolest experiences of my life and then it turned into be a buzzer beater which
0: winning off the field I got
2: and on, on the field. I got on TV again.
0: <laughs> this time was joy. But that was this a, time was joy. That was great. Hey,
2: I'm I, not to toot my own horn. I I got up there a little bit. <laughs> but did
0: you? I got up
2: there a little bit. I mean, I was no one else really jumped
0: but I mean, I think it's good because you're next to J. Viv. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, I was I'm so, excited. so excited. Wait, you got up there? Meaning, you didn't see the gif?
0: He was jumping.
1: Oh yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so excited. Oh, you're talking about how high? I thought you were yeah. also using his shoulders as like a yeah platform to like push off on. I wasn't pushing off. Okay, no, I saw the gif. Yeah, he, you, you he got was, up there. He was
0: pushing on. <laughs> uh,
2: it was so cool. I, I was so close that I got to hear like the players' nicknames, like Ruiz Ruski. No, Ruski. I like that. Well, that's what Yamahimi was calling him. Uh, that's wo- like a,
0: that's like a hockey. Game. Yeah,
2: yeah. Ruski with the
1: bruski. He's French.
0: Yeah, it's true.
2: Bear. He's trying to dream? say a
1: Japanese name.
0: You having a puppy dream? What do tigers dream? Of? Um, <laughs> oh, they
1: a berry
2: seeing <laughs> those athletes within that proximity to you is a new level. I mean, it was so cool. I I really can't think of another way to describe it. Just saying, it was just an experience that. I I just
0: I was almost like out of body. Yeah. God, that was so cool. I, I th- yeah. I we think- knew you were going, but mm-hmm. we had no idea. I didn't know either. I didn't know you were going <laughs> and until then, you sent over the So it, it
2: gets even better. Then you get to go to this lounge before, during, at halftime, after. All you can eat and drink. Okay. And then, <laughs> then we have you have a waiter or waitress bring you beers and popcorn. At your request, also for free,
3: throughout the game. too. What kind
2: of spread did they have in the back room? I mean, they had everything from like the traditional chicken tenders and hot dogs to like lamb chops and um, some. Let's see, various Italian meats, Ooh, cheeses, cured
0: meats, capicola. Yeah. Uh huh. Like oh yeah, they got bologna.
2: No, nope. Uh, then then we're walking in. Peasants. We're in the we're in the lounge, and George Merson walks in. I'm like. We have to get a picture with George mirson Did you get a picture? Yeah.
0: Fuck! Yeah. Th- did you send it to the group chat?
2: Yeah, I didn't see it. Did you see it? I did not. I didn't see it. Either. Yep, met George Mira and we're bear. <laughs> yeah. Can you guys hear? Uh, if you're bear.
1: listening, <laughs> that noise behind us is.
0: It's a sleepy dog. A
1: little sleepy bear. So cute, but it's pretty loud. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing. It's just it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, bud? <laughs> you okay, bud? Um, you having a dream there, pal.
2: And so we may, we meet George Mirson and we're about to take this picture and he goes, "So how long have you two been together?" <laughs> and I I immediately just played along and I was like, "Oh, we've been together about oh, 15 wow. years." And like Viv has like huh, what? Huh? No.
0: Nope. Where was your wedding ring?
2: <laughs> and so we we got to witness a buzzer beater. Dick, 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 dick. I guess when I was that close to them, Bobby and Ian, that I, like, I wanted the Wizards players' respect. Like, I'm not just a normal fan. Like, I I know what i <laughs> love basketball. <laughs> Tom's, like, inserting himself in the huddle. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, uh, <laughs> I'm, like ISO, ISO. Or, like, I was yelling out, like, good defense. And, and the same things that they're yelling are, like, take that shot. You... and So on and so forth. So just know that my... My candor, my candor and jargon was of the same parallel as the many players sitting on the bench. That's awesome. It was so cool.
1: And that then was I the saw game. A yeah, and that was Bradley cutting to the hoop on the inbound and making what that a play, what right?
0: a play call too. Oh that was God.
1: who who were they playing? I don't remember who they were playing. Mavericks without Luca.
0: That's why With, we won. Oh, uh, without yeah.
1: Luca. Hey, yeah, either way. That's still an amazing experience, yeah. And like I think those pictures were so the best amazing. part because like when we went to the Wizards, we went to a wizard's game when they played the Nets. Uh, Megan and I took her her brother, and and we sat down low because they were cheap. Why the fuck not? But that's the best experience of, a, of an NBA game is getting close and seeing how fucking big and good those guys, guy's are. Incredible. In basketball, Rui is like, it, is it, like just watching like, on TV doesn't like a statue. Dust he's
0: he's a big boy. He's a big boy. Smooth. Yeah, he's so smooth. Future all star.
2: Heard it here first.
0: I'm you, um,
2: I mean, he was on track to what, win yep, MVP for that. A, that's a great segue, Ian. Um, that was my last and final question of the game. NBA last weekend, guys. We got to witness the new <clears throat> construction of the NBA All Star Game. <clears> oh <throat> my Lord, was that <clears throat> pornography at least for us? <laughs> it was. Let me understand. So it's a pickup game of the best players in the world playing competitively, mm-hmm. and to a point where they're like, like. Bitching at refs. Yeah. Like, it got heated. It it was getting really heated. And And chippy. Chippy, (laughs) Like, I was was watching the fourth quarter down here, and I was, like, on the top, like, the edge of my seat just, please don't ever end this game.
0: Hope was trying to go to bed for, like, 45 minutes. I was too excited. There's no way. That game was unreal. Bobby, were you able to watch it?
1: I watched the first half, and then I passed out because that was Sunday while I was at spring training. Got it. I watched the first half. (laughs) Actually, in the start of the third quarter, but then, so, and I was pissed because after when well, with the halftime I changed it to was the cap were the caps playing that night? I changed it to something. And I missed the Chance the Rapper performance at halftime. That was really good. But um but yeah, I watched most of it. I'm actually really bummed I didn't see the ending. And I, that that I dozed off and fell God, asleep. it was so good. Man,
2: like I, I
0: can't That was the best all star game of ever, any sport anything, ever.
2: Ever. Uh, I like Bobby, your complaints about the All Star game in the past because it's just an exhibition, they're not playing defense. They're not taking it seriously. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, the first quarter a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But the man, that's that third and fourth, third and fourth quarters, the fourth quarter especially. The fourth yeah.
0: quarter, which we knew it was going to be better, but we had no idea. I
2: mean, they were calling plays like Chris Paul yep. was doing Chris Paul things. James Harden was flopping.
0: Yep. I was getting so frustrated. God, it was so frustrating. Who did you want to win? Oh, Team Giannis all day. getting especially watching it with hope. I think. Yep. Plus, I, I put money on Team Giannis because I just had a feeling, and man, they almost they almost had it. But I I was also betting each quarter too, mm-hmm. so I did. I was up, any. I I ended up making money. Well,
2: calling it basketball pornography is that a, a good?
0: Fuck yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was, and then I was so mad at the like I was mad as shit that they lost. It was so fucking hope was livid. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. I haven't seen her that mad, not at me, like, <laughs> ever. It was unreal. God, that was such. They did it right. That was. And they're going to keep it. Please keep it. That was so cool. Because especially the fact that it's for charity too, which forces them to actually give a shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you don't want to be
1: that guy that's not trying to win for charity. Yeah. Yep. and that's- But also, do you think it was because. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was so that- fresh still. That was- yes. Very much so. Yeah, That's absolutely.
0: Why, that still so might be the gonna, best one we see. Right. But even if it's 75% of that, God. I'm going to be and This is sad.
2: Can you imagine if Kobe was in that? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
0: if Kobe he had He wouldn't that, have taken that seriously at all. Oh, no, not even a little bit. God, him and Michael Jordan would fucking, oh, my.
1: <laughs> the, they would never be passing. It, no. would, it would be them one-on-one. <laughs> it would be like the fucking uh, mm-hmm. Team USA game. Yes. From buying closed doors. huh. No, Christian Leighton is not a lot of play. <laughs> just just sit over there.
2: <laughs> uh it was it was awesome. They did it right, and it was oh, man, I, I it was really one of those things where I was like, please don't end. I yeah. want so much more of this. This yep. is so cool. And um it was just it reminded me of my childhood too, where you're just playing pickup and you're playing with your friends and you want to
1: beat them so bad. And it gets heated. Yeah, and then after the game's over, you're fine. But like in the game room,
0: like fuck you. Yes.
1: Like, they, re- like, yeah, it just ended on a free throw. It which
0: sounds like Oh, I hated that yeah. so much. But he missed the first one too. So then I was like, oh. Did he? Do-
2: I
1: thought he did it on purpose.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, he should, did it the they should yeah.
1: tweak those rules. And mm-hmm. I like, I saw, I saw. I'm sure it was a popular opinion, but someone was like, like under two minutes in this game, every f- no free throws. It's just check ball. I like that. Like like in a like a pickup game. I like it. Like I retweet, yeah. Restart the shot clock, bring the ball up top, and check ball, or just throw it in from the side. Like don't fucking do free throws. Like play basketball. Okay, with the exception of
2: Giannis and LeBron, because they, they I guess that
1: means the other team could just keep fouling and fouling and fouling and fouling, and and then there's no consequence, like without letting you score. Yeah, Yeah. with the exception of Giannis and LeBron, who are the two
2: respective captains, who would be your first pick? Oh shit! Um, I know wins. Well the Wait, first say pick, it again.
0: Mm-hmm. Say it again.
2: Who would be your first pick in the in the all star draft, with the exception of LeBron and Giannis because they were the two captains.
1: Um, the well the actual first pick was A D, right? I believe so. I think LeBron took Anthony Davis. I know Ian's too.
0: Who? It's Dude. Kawhi.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna take Luca. I, I know was thinking
0: would. Luca, but I would take him number two. <laughs> I am absolutely going Kawhi. And that's why I made money too, because I he was plus seven fifty for MVP. Dude, stop Kawhi! <laughs> stop Kawhi! It was. A, I'd absolutely take Kawhi, but Luka. I want to. I want to flirt with it. Yeah, give him another year. Yes,
1: Kawhi's probably gonna be the
0: right answer.
2: Mm-hmm. He's got to be. He's so he. Dude, he does everything. Rag and I played two K a couple of nights ago, and which we the one rule we had was you cannot draft LeBron or Giannis. It's
0: fair. Yep.
1: It also sounds like it, that's one of those games where, like, when you see it being replayed on NBA TV, watch it. you're going to watch the entire thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Big facts.
1: And they'll be replaying that for years to Bradley, come, Bradley
2: Beal should have been in it.
1: Like Kyle Lowry, Lowry was getting so
2: much better because Kyle Lowry was getting run in that last fourth quarter. He should not have been. In, and like, that's why they fucking lost because yeah, Kyle Lowry was still in there. He you couldn't can't do tell shit. Me Bradley couldn't have done that. I did not see
1: a bunch of Wizards fan being pissed like, why the fuck is this guy in the game and not Bradley Beal? Oh <clears> god, <throat> I, I will give
0: him the, oh god, oh god. the flop credits. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. like drawing the charges those those were and those were key in that in that game too but no Bradley Beal would have had so much more offensive power yep all right
2: so we're gonna stay on basketball right now now we'll go down the collegiate level Maryland Terrapins are going to be hosting college game day Woo! going against Michigan State is that right, Bob? Yeah.
1: Yes. 8 o'clock, ESPN. So,
2: at 11 a.m. There was a frustrating loss uh, a couple of days ago against Ohio State. <sighs> Sounds like I'm really glad I was not able to watch it. Yeah. Was yeah. the, re- the ref officiating <laughs> Summit, as
1: bad as they... It was terrible. It, it was fucking... That fucking technical foul on Anthony Cowan.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That changed the whole game. That dude was 25 feet away who called something... That was not that should not have been called whatsoever, and it should have been a foul he for Anthony. Again. Straight up in the air, straight up in the air. He it didn't t- even come close to hit him,
1: if, and like, and also like, I'm not calling Anthony Cowan a bad dude, but if you're in that situation, if you want to kick somebody, you fucking kick him. Yes, like, exactly. He wouldn't just kick it just to pretend to kick him. Like he would have actually. And Anthony was like, I heard. I think they had media today. Media availability today in College Park, and there he was like. I, no, like I was mad at the no call. Yeah, like, why would I him. ever kick a play? He kicked
0: in frustration. It wasn't at him. It That's was just tough. such a horseshit call. And that changed. That he changed. He
1: player or alleged they thought he. He never touched
0: him. No, not even close. He went up
1: for a layup, scored the bucket, scored the bucket, but no foul was called. Mm-hmm. And there, he's like lying on his back, like underneath the hoop, and there's a an Ohio State guy lying next to him who also mm-hmm. fell down during the play because he fouled him. And. Anthony does like a kicking motion straight up in the air because he's on his lying on his back. He goes straight up in the air, and the refs called it a technical foul on him. And that was his fifth foul.
0: He did like the the Tom. F- yeah, yeah. It's Got where it. just like he's like, oh shit, yeah, and just and they fucking called him with a, a, and it wasn't a technical even foul. Close. what he, time and was he fouled the, out? And Yeah, that was his. What time in the?
2: How much time was left in the game? Four minutes left. Yeah,
1: four or
0: five minutes.
2: Yeah, it was like
1: around the. And yeah, he, how it was a lot I, of time, uh, I and it was a close game out. at that point. I would have flipped out. Oh, I was. Because they were, they could not get, they were like consistently between like 12 minutes in the second half down to like this point or like a little bit before this point, they were consistently down like 10 or nine points. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, they had cut it to four. Yeah. And that's and why then that he, he fell so... out and then they went off. And, then, and also, Ohio State couldn't fucking miss a free a three-pointer or a free throw. They made 20 free throws in a row. It was horseshit. Uh, I mean, Ohio State had to play the perfect game to beat us and they did. They play, they but played they got well. helped. They played very they well. They played very well. And it was a frustrating loss, but I can take salt in the fact. Like, look, I don't think, I don't, I didn't think the Turps were going to win out. No. Big Ten's too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And I also thought that was going to be one of their toughest matchups left because it was on the road and Ohio State's a pretty good team. Yeah. And they're, and
0: they're very good at home. Very good at home. They're a
1: tournament team. So there's no shame yeah, in losing. They're top 25. Yep. Yeah. There's no shame in losing that game. And I, I think that's reflected in the new AP poll. Like, Turps only fell down two spots. Mm hmm. Um, so they're still in the top ten. Um, so there's no shame in losing the game. It was just the frustrating way we got to that point. Sure. Like Ohio State couldn't fucking miss. And
0: Some bad calls. There was calls like going five out. fucking hand check fouls. On, yes. us, on the perimeter, where it was, it was nothing. And that's what bothers me about college basketball. It was very inconsistent because
1: it was either too soft or not hard enough. Yes. For foul calling, I think they need to increase the amount of fouls no, to no, six. Too soft or too hard.
0: Yeah. I know what you meant. Yeah.
1: There was no, there was no middle ground. Like the Anthony thing, like if you're calling all these handshakes checks, then Cowan got fouled on that play, but they didn't call it. And then, flash forward to when Ohio State has the ball, a Maryland player touches him on the arm, and it's a foul. Yeah, it was shit. Did Turgeon get teed up too?
0: No, I don't think mm-hmm. so. He was pretty good.
1: Um, but it was a frustrating. I mean, losing is frustrating. It was a frustrating way to lose. But, right. you know, we could have taken sauce like, oh, you know what? I have to say they're just better than us today, blah, blah, blah. It felt like, and again, we're not ones. I don't think anyone here is, we don't like blaming the refs. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like, they got help.
0: Sure. and it was, it, funny was little, it was a little unfair. Even like, as I'm saying to Hope while we're watching, I was like, God, like, what is this? Like, it was, the, it was the Cowan one. And then all of a sudden, I get Umo in the group chat. Big 10 refs should be sent to the fucking moon. And I was like, see? And, okay. So, boom. It's not just a Maryland fan saying that. Yep.
1: And did you hear um, the explanation? Mm. No? Oh, I'm trying to find it. One second. Oh, here we go. Okay. So this is from, uh, ooh, I don't know how to say her name. Emily Gio Balvo? John Balvo? She's the post reporter for the Terps? Yep. Or co- I'm sorry, I completely butchered her name. John Balvo. Jim Balvo at Emily GM on Twitter. But so explanation on the town technical from referee Larry, whoever via the pool reporter. <laughs> okay, listen to this. It's rule 10 section three, article one G. It simply states a flagrant non-contact infraction that involves extreme contact. What?
3: Come you heard say, that. Correct. Huh?
1: So the whole thing, I, I I I shortened it because there's like a intermediate thing, but a flagrant non-contact infraction that involves extreme dash, sometimes abusive contact, when the ball is dead or alive. But he didn't touch him.
0: But how can you have but non-contact? I, 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 non-contact, contact, extreme contact, not touching not touching, not touching, not touching, not touching. But I'm extremely not a touching. A flagrant
1: non-contact infraction that involves an extreme t- extreme contact. What the fuck? I'm confused. Exactly. It, yeah, so, you should like, be. Fuck. Big Ten refs, so that was that that
0: Simply states,
1: yeah, and also the the,
0: the guy <laughs> had the audacity to say,
1: "Oh, it simply states," and then it's like
0: that makes it no simply states nothing. nothing. It yeah. states nothing at all. No,
1: it's a
2: contradiction. Oh God. Anyways, that's not frustrating. So um, there is a game Maryland travels B, to Minnesota tomorrow B, night.
1: Beat Minnesota, beat Michigan State. It's a bit
2: of a trap game. God,
1: it Zion. always is. Minnesota is always. I feel good.
2: They always play us well. That's a uh, Patino's team, right? He mm-hmm. coach, yeah. And so, but Saturday should be fun. It sounds like it's going to be a campus-wide celebration. Should I'm not be. sure when the last time college game day has been in College
1: Park. 2004. Like, are you serious? The last time JJ Redick played in College Park.
0: Wow. Whoa. Wow. That's crazy.
1: That's a long time ago. Man, so this is... And think about how many good teams we've had since then. The gra- yeah. We didn't have one game day during the gravest years. Yeah. No respect. No respect. We didn't have one game day during Lehman's senior year. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. With that's Mell. strange. I mean, that's just so much. much. And I,
2: I don't know. Some, and that's what's, what's weird They because, love like five teams. You know, we, we always... We,
1: Duke, Carolina, Michigan
0: State. Kansas.
2: Kansas. I, I do want to bring this up because... I know the fans and the student body are really going to show out on Saturday, as they should. They better. But when Nebraska was in town, or if I was in town, or you know Northwestern, something like that, it feels like the arena is like just half empty, and it annoys me because I understand if we weren't, you know, the same fringe program that we've been over the past decade. That's one thing. But when we are our top ten team in the nation, I expect that place to be filled every night. Yep, every is time. that. That's not too much. I'm not asking too much here. Am I? Okay. And so, in addition to that, I understand that the student body, they are, you know, most likely between the ages of 18 and 22. They were too young to remember when we were good. Right. So, they didn't really, you know, grow up idolizing these, Mm -hmm. you know, these, you know, basketball players like we did. And also a lot of out of staters. And then also the out of state to, um, Uh, students coming in don't share that same, you know, lifelong, you know, affiliation with the school. And the more I think about it, you know, this was also a part of the Big Ten effect where, you know, we're not playing the same schools that are just, you know, within driving distance from, from everywhere. You know, we don't have that same regional type of rivalry anymore. And I think all of those contributing factors are really, you know, diminishing what was once considered to be one of the greatest home court advantages in in all of college basketball, uh, yeah. and it still is. It still is. Yeah. But you know it, when it, when team. they when needed. So like if it's against Michigan State, if it's against right, you know, in Indiana, they'll they'll be there. But it's for the the games where you know like the trap games, like Nebraska and Northwestern, something like that. Yeah, it just seems I don't know dull. Where that wouldn't that should wouldn't have happened when we were yeah younger.
1: I mean, also, I think, like, I can't remember. I think I went to the Iowa game, and that was packed. I'm trying to figure it out me. this has a date on it. Uh, nope, of course not. Why does it not have a date on it? Anyways, the Iowa game was packed, but it's a ranked team, but it's Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of it's scheduling, too. You know, some of those games happen during the winter break, in Maryland has a notoriously long winter break. Like, they don't go back to school until the end of January. So some of the students might not even be on campus during some of these games. But you're right. It does seem like, you know, yeah, we show up, but we show up when we want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know. I think I attribute that a lot to... For me personally, like when I was a student there, it was... And and the team was, wasn't great when I was there too, so that helped, obviously. But I, I don't know. A lot of my friends... Who are Maryland fans now? I mean, they graduated from the school, but they didn't grow up here, and yeah. so like they don't have That's they a big difference. They, it is, and I think it's a huge difference. They didn't have that nostalgic attachment to the team like I did, mm-hmm. or my other friends who grew up around Maryland, who grew up Maryland fans did. So it's like to them, it's just like yeah, it's part of the school. But to me, it's like no, this is like my second favorite team of all time. Yep. Behind the Redskins, like yep. Please go to the games when you can go for free. Um, so Especially I, think, I think that's part of that, that like, prides itself on its basketball, right? And I think you up, know, Umo. back in the early, <laughs> I think they lose haven't they lost like two in a row? Uh, no, I think so. Yeah. But uh, you know, back like in the Juan Dixon days in the '90s, when Maryland basketball was on the you know one of the best programs in the country, you know, you didn't have as many out of staters going to the school. so Everyone, yeah. everyone came from Montgomery County, PG County. Baltimore area and grew up diehard Maryland fans, and that's why Coalfield House was packed every night. Sure. And I also think when you look at teams like, oh, I don't know, Kentucky has like the biggest basketball arena in the country, and they pack that place every night. Every too. goddamn night. You know what? I blame millennials. I mean, that could
2: very well be the case too. <laughs> okay, boomer. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, speaking of this this current team, guys, there was a uh, – I had to come clean a few months ago when in which I, I – gave my sincere and truly genuine apology to Davy Martinez. Mm. In which I I thought he was Where, where are we going with this? On one, thin ice. And uh, okay, so I just wrote down Sorry, Scott Brooks. Should no <laughs> Should we should we eat crow about Mark Tarjan at this point? Or is it Not still yet?
3: <laughs> okay. The little bit of me <laughs> It's you know, going to be. I easy. agree.
0: Yeah, I, I think I will give him a lot of credit because mm-hmm. it's due. Mm-hmm. But I want to see what happens come. Hey, maybe por- we, um, and not both just, tournaments. Yeah, I going mean,
1: even uh, not just the NCAA. Hey, how our, about get our, off
0: the first game of the Big
2: Ten tournament. But our, our number one fan, Scott Van Pelt, said, "I hate you" to the anti Turgeons
0: I love you, Scott Van Pelt. Doesn't mean we have to just agree on everything because. It's company, man. Company, man. Okay, yeah, he's had a really good, like, past three weeks, Mm -hmm. four weeks. But that's over, what, nine years Mm -hmm. of watching the same shit over and over and over? It's Like, yes, we're the number nine team in the nation. I'm very happy about that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I also and we
1: certainly hope we're wrong in our. In I our want thoughts. to be wrong. But there's a larger but sample size outside of just this that season. That we are too. correct.
0: That yep. we have been correct more often than not. But there, there
2: is a dividing line there amongst Maryland fans, <laughs> where you're either on one side or the other, and like there is no co- like coexistence. Yeah. It's and I think from our side, like for anyone that is a fan of Turgeon, let's try to have a a back and forth here. Yeah, where we're we're not, oh, you know, like because I feel like those that support him just immediately are, I don't know, spitting
0: fire. Yeah, I forgot. Rag and I are going to the Wizards game tomorrow. He just texted me. <laughs> Hell yes, <laughs> <laughs> courtside, baby. I'm just kidding. It's the next. box seats. It better yeah. be.
1: Send um, Kyrie ever my regards. All right, so
2: Ian, you're saying not yet, Bobby. You're saying also. Say, not yet. Yeah, I'm saying not yet
1: as well.
0: Same reasons, but credit? No, I mean absolutely. He's he's made halftime adjustments, Mm -hmm. which we have never seen before, never. And he's like, and he's he's switching up the defense every once while he's switching zones. He's doing a lot of different things that I like. Yeah, they went to zone early against Ohio State. They did, and And it worked. It did. And he's also coming out with plays and. Uh, after timeouts. He, and, like, he, and what he's done with, with Jalen Smith, with Sticks.
2: With oh, Styx, man. Um, And, I mean, of course, Sticks deserves his own credit, and he'll be playing mm. in the NBA at some point, which I hope is later, as it's opposed ne- to... It's next year. Yeah, he's gone, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so.
1: I think a lot of our he's issues... still not projected as a lottery pick. Then stay. <laughs> I think, Please. Yeah, please. I think a lot of our issues with Turgeon are also
0: offensive-based. I mean, don't
1: forget... I mean, we, we went keep, seven minutes without a bucket
0: in the first half. Again? Again, one bucket. We had one bucket in, the fr- in seven minutes.
1: But also, I was gonna, what, I, what I was going to say is also keep in mind that this has been a consistently very good defensive team. Mm-hmm. Like, a, I'm, and they it's are not one of the defense the, that doesn't bother me. No, it's not. And then that Trojan deserves credit for that. Like he gets these guys up to play defense. I mean, they. What it was a nine game win streak. I'm trying to count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nine. Eight. Yeah, nine. And especially when some of those close games against Illinois against. uh Michigan's – actually, they ended up blowing the doors off Illinois. But Michigan State, Nebraska, Northwestern got close from them. But, like, I forgot the exact number, but it was something like Maryland has, like, the best, like, under four-minute timeout mm-hmm. defense in the country. Wow. Like, they just shut people down like more late in games. More so. And Love they them. rebound. I mean, this team – it's scary, and it but sucks when, to say. When Jalen
0: is in, they rebound.
1: Right. Right. I mean, and – the. I guess Jalen was in foul trouble early against Ohio State, yeah. and he had a sit, and they t- kind of took him yeah. to and us. And this is also happening without the Mitchell Twins. Correct. Who left early on in
2: the season, and, and there's really play. no... They didn't really one, do anything. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, they, they didn't play much.
1: they left because they weren't playing.
0: <coughs> so, I mean, hey... Really, are they playing at Georgetown? Did they, Is that where they transferred? I thought so.
1: I don't think you can, tra- can transfer and play w- in, the same in, season. Here,
0: yeah.
1: Um, transfer rules are weird. Oh, so, I'm... So, um, ESPN's
2: mock draft as of nine days ago has Jalen Smith going 34th to the 76ers. That's the second round.
0: 34th? Jesus. Yeah. Oh, him and Embiid would be good. Oh, that's an offensive. Whoa, well, well, they, shit. They, where did um, DeAndre, <laughs> not Aiden? DeAndre Aiden, did he fall? Aiden, he was the uh, number one of our well, Number one. Who the fuck am I? It was not Taco Fall. That was team. Oh ball other Ball Bull God damn it. Bull Bowl. He fell to the second round. hmm Damn. But Jalen is way more of a yep. well rounded player than Bull Bull.
2: I don't see him as a second round pick. I mean, no, I don't, I don't I'm up. not saying he's a top ten, but that's disrespectful. isn't that
0: kind of what you want from a modern day
2: big man in the shoot. NBA? Because he can shoot, he's got length, he can set screens and can rebound. I mean, I don't know what else he has to do. He's a decent free throw shooter.
0: Yeah, he's seven he's a seventy. 70. Good free throw Shitter. Excuse yeah. me.
1: Do you guys ever? Um, sorry, but a good job. But uh, do you guys ever like? So you're looking at a mock draft. Do you ever look at like bracketology and see like where do you think where you think like the Terps could land in, in March Madness um, when Gary Tuesday. Williams was
0: our coach? Yes. Yeah, I haven't yeah. really done it.
1: <laughs> so I mean, the latest that came out yesterday from Joe Lenardi on ESPN.com has Maryland's a two seed in the South Region. We were a two seed in the East Region. I think last week before the lost to Ohio State, but like. You know, everyone's talking about Maryland's team, and you know we've heard all season long from some national guys that being like this team has what it takes to possibly make a Final Four run. Mm-hmm. But then I'm looking at it like in this bracketology, Maryland two C against mm-hmm. Little Rock in Greensboro. Okay, fine. But then you, they would go on to play the winner of Texas Tech or Virginia. Oh no, that's just a loss. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, all right, well, not getting out of the first round or the first weekend. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, is that unfair for me to be I have that like no, n- no. nerves? <laughs> If we don't score, does this this team deserve a little more credit? I
2: I don't know why. Like I I really want to.
0: It's because we watch the games. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's because we watch the games. Like we we know. I think people see
1: our record and be like,
0: oh, how do you not root like? What do you mean you don't like your coach? Watch the game, and I guarantee you'll be frustrated. See, and and that's
2: what's so weird because what I've noticed, especially over the past couple years with the Caps run, with the Nats run, is you know what? You don't know when you're going to have this opportunity again. Just enjoy it. Yeah, you know. Who knows what what's going to happen, and I want to enjoy it, but every game's giving me freaking heart yes, palpitations. Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> and it's never easy. And even when it's easy, it's sometimes not that easy. It's not
0: easy. I don't know. There's just something where Illinois uh, game, I was still freaked out.
1: Yeah, and they <laughs> ended up winning by like twelve. I mean, it, it's
2: I could easily. I mean, if we're playing at our best, I could see us become playing. You know, Nine. ceiling as the elite eight, maybe. Then again, I could see us losing to a 15 seed. Right, oh, so,
0: correct. All of the above. You know, but then again, this year in that—that's for most teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at that Ohio State game. This t- Maryland, while they had pretty good individual players, collectively we don't shoot that well. No. you catch us on a bad stop day. shooting threes, besides Cowan. You catch us? No, no, or or even oh, I'll let Jalen shoot threes. Yeah, if, he's, oh, if, he, if If he squares up, he can shoot all day. Wow.
0: I think he's actually Wiggins
1: Wiggins is hit or miss. Mm -hmm. He can either be allocated He was on fire. He could be on fire or he'll be ice cold. But this Ohio State game, if they go cold for a little bit, and you get a team that's playing their best game ever, I mean, they could easily lose to a a team that they should never lose to Mm -hmm. like a fifteen seed. I don't think they'll actually lose to a fifteen seed, but I could see it happening. But also, it's it's not a sustainable team when
2: so much is built off of one guy or two. So if Cowan has a bad game, we
1: won't win. Right. Yeah, Cowan goes right. out with four months left in the game. Lose. I'll have to pulled away. Jalen's I mean, a lot of. I I think I said that at the beginning of the season when we talked about the season, season, I said, we will go as far as Anthony Cowan Jr. takes
0: us. Yes. And he, even he with is. Jaylen, it's just true.
1: Yeah. Even with Jalen Smith and foul trouble, yeah, the rebound's suffering, but we could at least score because Anthony was still on the court.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: So. Yeah, I, I, I just – I kind of br- – because I, back to that question about, like, should we be a little – give the team a little more credit? I mean, I got, like, some heat. I got some shit on when I was in the spring training from my coworkers, Paul Mancano and Mark Zuckerman because for, like, my tweet from, like, a month ago saying, like, what was – it was after we lost two in a row. Oh, it was after the Wisconsin game when they completely melted down. Oh, yeah. at Your house, Ian. And, and I tweet when they – they were more souther in the ball the inbound. Oh my god. And I was like take this and I like tweeted at AP top 25. I was like take the team out of the top 25. Oh yeah. Team. And like okay, that was an overreaction. Yes, as a bit. They of course n- 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 not at that time. Maybe not. But no, of course, no,
0: we did say we But weren't. of
1: course, Maryland on paper, they're they're a top 25 team. Whether they're a top 5, top 10, whatever, that can be argued, but they're a top 25 team in the country. They yes. they have they have the work the record they have in one of the best conferences. They deserve a to be a top twenty-five, but my point was, no, like no, the, the, those people who are criticizing me for that don't watch the games like I have been watching the games. Yes, what I see on the court was like, yeah, sure they could, prob- they could maybe beat anybody any given day, but mm-hmm. they could also easily lose to anybody, anybody. any given day because they're not. And I guess they're, streaky, streaky, they're so frustrating shooters. Yep, and. And, like we just talked about with Cowan, you know, if the offenses are running through him, no one else can pick up the slack.
2: There, there's, it's just so frustrating because there is so much talent on this roster. Right. And to me, there's really how offenses are designed in, in basketball. There's really no excuse for that level of a program to have co- consistent
0: five minute scoring droughts. Right. Yeah, it's pathetic. How? And it's not just like, okay, if it happened every once in a while, I'm, all right. Shit happens. Ball don't fall sometimes. Yeah, but if it's game in and game out, where mm-hmm. you're giving me six minutes without a fucking field goal, a field goal. Yeah, a layup. You can't get me a layup. You can't get me a lucky bounce. Nothing. Yep. Like where Turgeon doesn't have like, hey, all right, we need a bucket we just need a bucket
1: just to score, just to shake this off. Where where's that play to like get a layup to get a backdoor layup? Anthony Cowan to the free throw line.
0: Yeah. And hey, Cowan got strapped up this week. He got strapped up. Him and Jalen both got – Ohio State plays good defense, Ugh. especially at home. All right. So,
2: okay. Um, we got – I'm excited for Saturday. Yeah. Very excited. Hope you go to the game, Bob. Yeah, that'd be nice. What's happening
0: Saturday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> XFL?
1: I, sun, Sunday. March 8th. That's, well, no, but they, they also play, they play the Vipers on Sunday.
2: Speaking of the XFL, Shield's up. She's all the way up. Shield's We have not the recorded the podcast since
1: Friendship sure. Day. Friendship Day.
2: And uh, so just a, f- a few thoughts right off the bat. That was just fun. We've officially- Some plain, old, good, old-fashioned, good fun.
1: PM, yeah, it really was. PMIC has officially uh, included the defenders on our hashtag fear tweets. So- Okay, good. Keep, keep, yeah. Good. Good. We I, got was, some I was so disappointed with <laughs> you. And by we, I mean me. Um,
2: Grant and Danny add them to the um, Beltway Blitz now. That's
1: that's pretty
0: that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, Grant does the play-by-play. True. <laughs> and Danny has fully come out and said that he doesn't give a shit about the NFL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder where that's coming from. But either way, it's cool. He wouldn't even watch to tune in to listen to Grant do the play-by-play. That's that's what is ridiculous to yeah. me. Like you're telling me that if if you were fucking calling the game, yeah that I wouldn't listen. Yeah. like Even if I don't like it, I'm
3: yeah. <laughs> I think
0: Danny always needs to
2: be on his mountain of correctness. Right. Yeah.
0: He
1: but he's also like, I have like, he's like, I got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. I need, I have shit to do. He always complains about being a dad. He's like, everything hurts. I'm always tired. <laughs> <laughs> always have coffee, please understand. <laughs> yeah. um, he's 100%
2: correct. So, I, I some initial thoughts about the XFL. I know we said we had such a good time. And I know these, amazing. these, um you know, secondary leagues haven't been able to withstand, you know, time and time again. And, you know, I, I'm not, I don't really know how to gauge the longevity of the XFL. and other television ratings have almost um, dropped by 50% in comparison to week one. Oh, I missed that. T- you did you know, they? I missed yes. that? Yes. on. You know, at the same time, I think it's a breath of fresh air is how they've treated this league where they saw obvious flaws in our opinion of the NFL and Made it better. Made it more exciting. They exactly did, You know, the those extra point scenarios are really cool. The kickoffs are safer, and the games are going under three hours it's long. It's
0: safer, but also... More wide. like still they, they, allows they can for, break out at any moment. Right, it still allows
1: for a big play. It's not just like an automatic touchback.
0: You know, no, Actually, you I can. Don't, do I don't it. think that it's you not... You can a, touchback. You can touchback. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, wait, no, that's... A touchback if goes can, to the 35. If you, if you kick it too far, it's the 35.
1: Or out of bounds. yeah. And if and or wherever the ball goes out of bounds like same thing with a punt too you can't touch back on a punt I love it that's pretty cool so I mean i I like those they, rules I like
0: them. the the, bigger interviews. Penalty. the
2: the interviews I especially love the under three hour thing I, I feel that's probably in their best interest ten minute and, half you know there's still talent on these rosters I mean because there's so much turnover in the NFL year after year week by week where you know a lot of these guys, like, oh, I remember him, I remember yeah. him. And, you know, these are former draft picks, high prospects, national champions. And, you know, you can't tell me Cardell Jones can't be a backup somewhere?
0: Well, not after this week.
2: Yeah, he oh, went like shit
0: this week. We have four picks? It was, so at one point he had three completions and three picks. Yeah, good thing I put a lot of money on that game. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Yeah, I was, but, yeah.
1: Um, no, I, you're right. I lost some money. Uh, Tom, you're right. I mean, it's. And I think, I think it's also helping. I mean, I guess viewership is dropping, but you know, one of the concerns—not concern, but just like a matter of fact—heading into the start of the season was, you know, there might not be a lot of explosive offensive plays just yet because the defenses are going to be well ahead of the offense. It's going to take some time to get some chemistry, and I think we're starting to see that. Three weeks in, there's mm-hmm. going to be there's a little more consistency in the offense. Mm-hmm. We're seeing higher. More higher higher scoring games mm-hmm. over the past third weekend than we did in the first two. Um, so it's getting a little more entertaining. And I I, I, I really hope it kind of sticks around. I, I think they have I a, it does. And a great recipe. Not just because it's for the defenders, but I think that it's a great recipe. I think they are really smart in when they schedule their season. Mm-hmm. So it's it genius. perfectly connects the Super Bowl to the draft. Mm-hmm. So you have football. and I mean, that's like the time when Football fans are the most football hungry when they think the NFL season's over and you have to wait for the next big uh, event in the NFL calendar being the draft in late April. But now you have, you know, eight, you know, four games every weekend of, like you said, relatively still high level of talent. I mean, there are a lot of, I mean, that uh, the Houston quarterback is putting up huge, he's the best player in the league right now. P.J. Clark. Yeah. He's killing it. He's looking really good. I was actually kind of happy for, uh,
0: with uh, uh johnson josh johnson <laughs> yeah oh yeah him. he looked yeah. good i was watching the game before like last week with josh johnson and he had a couple of really good throws
1: yeah he did the sidearm one too mm-hmm. yeah so yeah no it's been and then also from a fan experience i mean i can't wait to go back i mean
0: where are we going When? when is it march 8th, march 8th. Oh,
1: oh i need a head count i need to tell zach because zach wants to buy the tickets okay what so, day is it? Saturday that's or Sunday? A Sunday? Sunday. Sunday at Sunday? 3. Oh shit. And Maryland plays Michigan the last game of the season that day at noon. Pretty at my house.
0: Fuck yeah, and then just go right to, Oh my god, yeah, then just go to the Defenders game. What a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so much friendship. This Sunday sucked except for the Caps. Yeah. This is bad Sunday. But it was the Pens. Everybody. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, if I were to win just one out of any any one of those games, I'm I'm going Caps over the Pens 10 times out of 1. Yeah. But It was still annoying. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, from a fan standpoint, I mean, going to the game was fun. Mm -hmm. What do you like more, going to the game or watching it? See, going to the game, it's different. It's different. It's cheaper. I mean, that's cheap. I mean, in terms of like going to a sporting event. Yeah, you know, it's about the same as going to like a random baseball game in the middle of June. Mm -hmm. You know when the Nats are playing, like, the Marlins or whatever. You know, it's it's
0: a $24 ticket. Sure. Well, we bought that at the right time. That's true.
1: But sure, concessions, well, one, they're fucking paying the ass when you could get them. When you could get concessions, obviously a little overpriced, but that's every stadium ever. I mean- Cash it, only. Cash only. Bring cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I also enjoy, like, watching the game. Yeah. I like the gambling aspect that they're in, implementing into yeah, that's it. Yeah, smart. I like I, I really like being able to hear the head coaches and the coordinators talk to the quarterbacks and it's, whoever's on the It's awesome. I like hearing the referees talk to each other when they're reviewing a the play. I mean I think they're doing everything right to immerse the fan into the game, especially from watching on a TV experience like I'm, and it sucks that the viewership has gone down. I think it's 50 percent from week one
0: because <laughs> oh, that's what it's going to be about it's not about filling the stadium. No. You gotta you gotta get people watching. And, and I really
2: think DC's got the right recipe being in an MLS stadium too, being in twelve thousand. And I it really is. in addition to that, I, I feel I wore I wore my sell the team shirt. And I, I know that's a bit, but at the same time it's not. I, I wanted to go to a DC football game and enjoy myself and, and watch. Exactly in Washington in DC, DC without Snyder, you know, manipulating and, and manipulating us. And you know, a, a part of I think the the environment in DC, one would be out of spite, out of out of spite of Snyder and the Redskins, and then two, you know, your fandom for the NFL is is different than others because I've seen a lot of people that you know move into DC and don't have a baseball team or a hockey team, and like, well, hey, the Caps and Nats are good. I'm going to jump on board. Where the end, I feel like football is different. You like your team right from the start, mm-hmm. and you stick with that. And because the XFL, obviously, there's no loyalty in that regard, and we live in a transient town where this looks fun. Yeah. And so, you know, we weren't swarmed by 50% Eagles fans, but there was <sighs> an Eagles fan about two rows ahead of us who just – There's no chance they made to
0: that. Couldn't, I
1: couldn't oh, help himself. There's no chance.
0: I mean, even his Philly friends were like, "Bro, shut the fuck up." Yeah. It was. It, it,
2: I think there was a lady in front of them that said, "Like, please stop. We're just trying to enjoy ourselves." Yeah. Yes, please and that, that's when her, a, that's when
0: his friends told him to stop. Please stop being a, an Eagles fan for the love of God. They said, "They go, oh, you must be a Red, Redskins fan," and then the the, his, the husband stood up and said, "No, we're Philly fans, so shut the fuck up." <laughs> I was like, "I love it." <laughs> <laughs> While he was wearing a Defenders jersey, I was yeah. like, Come on. Hey, let's get it.
1: I think it's a... I I mean, I've watched every week. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed... obviously enjoyed going to the... But, you know, Tom, to your point, though, for that's all you ever wanted, think if we did what we did on that day for a Redskins game. (sighs) Like, Sunday, friendship at a friend's house for brunch. Brunch. Fantasy football, whatever. Then we all just go to... The is, that, site is that how people have it? And watch their ads conditions. And, then we went a, and they it? won. Wait,
2: then we went to a bar within walking distance. Within walking distance. That had eight men eight dollar Manhattans. Old fashions. Old fashions. Even better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
2: and then we saw a guy in a shorty jersey.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then all of a sudden you guys left. And then you all left. So <laughs> <laughs> I needed to go home. I like Cookie and I went to the fucking to the store, I'm like I'm like walking all over the place, getting fucking cups and fireball. Come back, and it was like, oh no, we're leaving. Even cookies left, but well, I guess he has a he has a pregnant yeah. wife. Cookie <laughs> has
1: cookie gets a pass because his pregnant wife asked him to come home. That's
0: gonna say you, yep, yeah, get the fuck.
1: Yeah,
2: Daniela fell asleep the entire way home, and then I and then I was
1: and almost asleep. Hope ordered what fifty dollars worth of pizza. <laughs> yeah, and good god. It's just it was just four of us <laughs> um so
2: on the way on the way home we we finally get dropped off out front and i hate to sound sexist but the over over overwhelming majority of uber drivers are male yeah and i just wasn't especially that night yeah. too yeah. and i just wasn't think, thinking and i just said thank you sir have a good night Jeez.
0: it's ma'am i was like <laughs> <laughs> i obviously uh, i'm drunk sir i'm sorry <laughs> I'm that's, sorry. I didn't know you did that. Oops. I know you did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, now you know. It's like a dude. Yep, that happened. That's, uh,
0: oh, how long were you thinking about that afterwards?
2: No, for a good while. <laughs> Ugh, that's tough. Good while. All right. Um last but not least, Bobby, you have returned from spring training. Yes. The shitstorm that is what the Astros have astroed. Um <laughs> We've, I feel like this is now the third or fourth time we've talked about this scandal and it continues to spiral and the Astros organization yeah. and those players
0: are a bunch of indignant assholes. And so those are fucking fan base. I had no idea how much I hate Houston. What the hell? Houston could go fuck itself. It's unreal. Like you made your bed guys. Like what yeah. do you think it a little
2: bit. You can't even go, say it a little bit. What the owner had the audacity, the audacity to say that he didn't, the, the scandal didn't affect the World Series, didn't affect the game, that was terrible. didn't affect, affect, affect the, the
0: game. game. Then why did you do it? Can you tell? Just tell me why <laughs> you would do it if it didn't affect the game.
2: And the you know the the sweet irony that we had a good team. This is who the uh, Nationals share their facilities with. Dusty Baker is now the Astros manager. Um, I mean. The amount of media that the media attention that was there was you know ninety nine percent focused on Houston, Bobby, what was it like? I mean, just
1: oh it uh, was well it was it was it was kind of funny because uh we got in to West Palm Beach from Sarasota Saturday night, obviously didn't go to the stadium went Sunday, but it was a Sunday, and games haven't started yet, so not that crowded there I'm trying to think I mean there was there was national people there and some local people there but it wasn't too over the top it was the monday that we were there oh my god it was a jam packed clubhouse and i'm talking about like in terms of media presence mm-hmm. there was national people there mm-hmm. cameras reporters There was local D.C. people there. There was obviously the normal beat crew. There was local West Palm Beach news crews there. I mean, it was packed. And it kind of sucked because, I mean, at least for us, but also it's like, you know, with so many people there, not many players were going to want to talk or, like, hold court. Like I mean, and then it gets to a point where there's just too many people trying to get the same person and, like, not everyone gets it. I mean stuff like that but yeah it was it was interesting I've never seen anything like that um I mean obviously they won the World Series so kind of expected but just because how all of this has sh- you know come to fruition afterwards and every, all the fallout from the the cheating scandal and them sharing the complex together the or the nationals and the Astros so funny I mean it just all come to kind of came to you know, it was it was it wasn't a shit storm, Like everything was like fine. It was just like, damn, like there's a lot of attention going on right here. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was kind of surreal being there, being like, yeah, I was there when. And then what's the who, who said Carlos Correa had the audacity
2: to say, oh. well, he said Cody Bellinger. He told him to shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. and then he said something about Kurt Suzuki. And Suzuki was asked for a retort and just goes, "Man, I'm too old for this." Yeah, <laughs> I was there when he said
1: that. Really? really? Yeah, That's awesome. I was right in front of him.
2: Um, And I mean, some of Nats players have come out and like Sean Doolittle has really spoken so eloquently as he typically does. And, you know, this is just such a it is so bad for the sport. It it really is. And um, it it could not be handled worse. So.
1: We. We. The joke was, and I'm sure it's been made on Twitter too, and maybe up here too. But the joke was from around the media personnel that were there. We would always like just joke that baseball has now become the NBA, like it's just a bunch of guys like talking trash. Yeah, it's drama filled. It's more about all the off field drama than the stuff that actually happens on the field. Um, and pl- and with all the players talking back and forth, talking shit. This just become a lot of that stuff as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, baseball stuff. Then I also heard I think it was Sam Fortier for the post. I think he was calling in to Grand Danny. I think it was on the Blitz. And he made a point that I think even Danny had kind of agreed with that you say this is bad for baseball, that this is actually maybe been good for baseball in terms of kind publicity? of along the along the what? Like publicity? Yeah. Long okay. deal lines of like, there's no such thing as bad press. Um, okay. they've you know, he's like, there are national people here. You know, it's being mentioned on like local news broadcasts, it's being mentioned on national news broadcasts mm-hmm. in an election year with primaries happening. I mean, baseball has never been the center of attention like this before, Mm-mm. and you're having now you know, some of the main young stars speak up about it too and cause a little drama like this, like the Cody Bellinger stuff and, you know, might be getting the attention of younger fans who maybe didn't really pay attention to baseball too much sure, because they kind of like, you know, the that kind of aspect of like the NBA or the NFL, whatever, you know, the off-field stuff. And now, and baseball never really had that because, like, you know, those kind of like old school rules of like, well, you keep that in, in clubhouse, you know. You don't say that out, out loud. And I don't know. I, I think there's some validity to that.
2: I understand. Mm-hmm. I, never, I never looked at it like that. Yeah. I mean, I would just say I, it's bad for the sport it's in bad terms of like, 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 integrity and yeah. the credibility. Yeah, you know?
1: absolutely. It's bad for the sport of baseball and the game, and the product, but for like the league and the business of baseball, it, mm-hmm. you know, no publicity is bad.
2: So were it. you there when Nationals fans had posters... Signs no, heckling the Astros, no. and then
1: they made them get rid of them. Games didn't start until <laughs> Saturday. I left Wednesday, so that's incredible. So I don't, I don't know if this is hundred percent correct. So don't quote me on this. But because that game that was Saturday night, that technically was an Astros home game, mm-hmm. and there was another sign that, so the Ash, so the the ballpark. Uh, attendance yeah i guess attendance workers whatever you want to call like they were instructed to take down signs and their reasoning was we don't allow signs
0: Mm -hmm. okay okay but they only took down the signs (laughs) that were
1: like said something toward the astros because there were some people holding the signs like world series champs or like we love you champs that were allowed to stay
0: the houston asterisks right well that was the one that
1: got took yeah got Mm. got taken down and then I think after that, they went back and took all those down. It's going
0: to
2: be like this all season long.
0: Did, did you see the comments on that one? Though? It said, uh, Houston Astros, sign stealing again.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they were stealing signs without yeah. stealing signs. Um, flash forward to the next day, Nats and Astros are playing again, but this time the Nats are technically the home team, and I don't think signs were taken that game. So it yeah. sounded like it came from Houston ownership. Of Shocker. course it did. So, again, don't quote me on that. But I, already, I did I just, not, I already tweeted oh, at damn. Bobby Blanco underscore. You forgot the underscore?
0: No, I didn't. It's right there.
1: Um. So yeah, I I I think that's kind of funny that it sounded like it was an Astros, obviously an Astros thing. And then the next day, when it's a Nats home game, it wasn't a big deal that people had signs. And it also, this is just the fourth season. It's gonna be Man. everywhere. This is the fourth season that, um, and they're already getting plunked. they yeah. got
0: plunked. Yeah, first game, right? Yeah. Else. i love it you just you hate to see it yeah I hate to see it this is the fourth
1: season that this uh stadium
0: has been open that
1: they share and the no sign thing has never been a rule <laughs> that's
2: a travel is that frustrating too because uh, you know i as a nationals fan with this scenario a part of me is like that's good then you know they don't have to worry about you know all the pressure involved with you know um being the reigning champions and how to repeat and right. so on and yeah, so forth. At I the same I time, agree. you you well, still you're still a little bit on
0: your victory tour, and you know be, they want. And nobody's like nobody's even talking about the Nats, and the Nats deserve even more credit than they deserve. Yep.
1: <sighs> yeah, no, I mean, I saw quotes before we got down there. Like Mike Rizzo, mm-hmm. we weren't there for that, but he was, He's the one that said that. It's like we're the world. I mean, I think he he even cursed a little bit. He's like we're the. Goddamn World Series defending champs, and everyone's talking about them. They're stealing our thunder because they cheated. Like that's unfair for us. Mm-hmm. But also, but a lot of players took the other side of it. Like, hey, we like not being the center of
0: attention. Like yeah. we, the Nets are a reserve team. Too. Yeah,
1: we we don't mind it. I mean, mm-hmm. especially you're, you're, like the you're Vets, saying like Zim doesn't want yeah, to it talk. Also and, was, yeah, we also said like the, I, I think I said I was like this has to be the like least attended. First full squad report day of the defending World Series champion in terms of media ever. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, because everyone was on the other side of the complex. That's ridiculous. So I know I I I think if I'm who's Houston, Houston's I, coming I like to
2: DC July Fourth weekend.
0: Oh, we're going. <laughs> oh, we're going. <laughs> Man, that's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> and the other
1: thing too what is what's weird. So when they poor c- Dusty Baker, he has to take. Yeah. He has to take all of this, and he had nothing to do with it.
0: Yeah.
2: So that's going to be so weird when the, when the Astros come here because I really hope the Nats will do something for Dusty there. They better, even though that was not an amicable separ- amicable separation. I I can only hope that they do something, you know, showing their appreciation for what he accomplished while he was here. Right then. As soon as that's done, then you can boo them for the next three and a half, four hours, however long
1: the game takes. Yeah. Man. um, And also the other thing, too, is like it just on 4th of July, like it has to be 4th of July where like that's the one holiday where like baseball turns to D.C. because Mm -hmm. they're the national game every day, Mm -hmm. every year. They play at 11 o'clock in the morning. They obviously have Mm -hmm. all the – pomp and circumstance because they're in the nation's capital. They always play at home. And, of course, it's the Astros, and, of course, it's Dusty Baker. Of course, they beat them in the World Series, and they got caught cheating. (laughs) You see the thing – sorry, to to backtrack again on one of your comments about the owner having the audacity to say it didn't affect the game. Um, Jesus Christ. God, who was it on MLB Network? Maybe Verducci? But he went back and looked and – Whatever game Kershaw started it in the 2017 World Series against in Houston. Yep, you yep. see this? Yep, he threw, um,
2: his breaking ball. His
1: threw his breaking ball, curveball, or slider fifty times, and didn't get a single swing and miss.
2: It's one of the most unhittable
1: pitches. Get the fuck out of he here! He is one of the best, if not the best, left-hander of all time. Yes, and one of the best period of all time. And-
0: Think, and think about no that, one then it bit, tarnishes his his right. playoff
1: because then he's in his, his head, his narrative too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I am saying. It's one of it. the worst narratives in the in the postseason for how great he's been in the regular season. And you are saying I mean, no one bit on his breaking ball? That's impossible. Everyone breaks on his. Everyone bites on his breaking ball. It's filthy. It's filthy. Oh, that's how. I am sure it didn't affect the game. Yep.
2: Jesus,
0: man. You you, you don't bite on <laughs> that can, because how can you know you it's come coming. out and say that. I just. That's a Zero swinging no, I, I know this wouldn't happen,
2: but if and I know the the reason why these players are still playing is because they are granted immunity. Yeah. At the same time, if I'm the owner, because he showed initiative in firing AJ Hench and their manager Lunau, uh general manager Lunau immediately. I mean, if I him, like, hey, Bregman, Altuve, Springer, y'all got to sit out for a little bit. Like, we we need to lit this. Down because this is just you know bad for business or something like that. I know that wouldn't happen, but it should.
0: Definitely know this guy.
2: I mean, if he was that obtuse about his analysis on a, on a cheating scandal, one hundred percent the worst scandal we've seen in our lifetime uh in baseball, probably in all sports, other than like the Olympics. But I'm just thinking of like the big four sports at mm-hmm. this
1: point. Yeah, I, I i mean, I don't even compare this to the steroids. I don't either. Yeah. I, you still got to hit the ball. Yeah,
0: and it, it actually jump-started fucking people watching baseball. Yeah, too. it helped save the league. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was, I was young of course you weren't, yeah. Watching Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire Go battle ahead. it yeah. off. Of course I wanted to watch that.
1: I was like six and I wanted to
0: watch that. I mean, this, this is just, it tarnishes everything. Mm-hmm. Everything, it's...
2: If I, 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 another thing that I would do is if I'm the 2017 Dodgers, I'm getting the same guys from that team. Hey, we're running it back.
1: Let's get it. <laughs> well, yeah. Now they have Mookie. That's ridiculous.
2: Cody Bellinger and Mookie Bay, uh, Mookie Betts. I almost said Mookie Blaylock. That's good. Mookie <laughs> Betts are on the same outfield.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: That's unbelievable. Um, so hey, good. More so on on Got baseball, it. Bob. I saw something...
0: Yes, the Orioles are going to win the, the World s- Series. I
2: saw something sad today. <laughs> yes, I saw, Chris uh, Davis is hitting 60 home runs. I saw uh, Anthony Rendon in an Angels uniform. That uh, made me sad. Yeah. And because it looks so similar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah red.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. No. Um You know, well, regarding the Nationals, uh, you are n- not going to be able to replace the level of production that Anthony Ren- Rendon has had. Mm-hmm. And you know they've replaced that with probably the most depth for their bullpen that we've ever seen at least on paper
1: yeah at least yeah and to start a season and they have since.
2: a number of a plethora of utility guys that can flat out rake if given the opportunity so you know they've replaced one guy with almost a handful. Right. Um, You know, at the same time, it's, it's not realistic to really think that that's going to equal. I mean, Rendon got paid $245 million for a reason. Right. I mean, was that, I wouldn't say necessarily the elephant in the room, but was that kind of the genuine, general narrative discussions
1: while you were there? Being that he's not there? Yeah. I mean, it was like noticeable, but that's the thing. I mean, so here's the conversation we had. Difference between Bryce not being there and Anthony not being there, mm-hmm. night and day. Yeah, that makes Anthony sense. not being there, I mean, you noticed it, but because you're looking for Anthony Rendon. Mm-hmm. Because, like, why is Anthony Rendon not here? He's been here for, what, six seasons, six mm-hmm. years? Um, Bryce Harper not being there, you notice right away because he's fucking Bryce Harper. Yeah, it's the curating, rating. And there was always a tension in that clubhouse when he was there. Mm-hmm. None of his doing. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of who he was Sure Anthony Rendon avoided the spotlight Didn't like talking to the media Had his locker room in the has locker in the corner Stayed there Him not being there You noticed because you were looking for it Otherwise it was the same As last year It was the same Attitude Same temperature in the locker room As it was It has been It's just It is a bummer To not See him in a Nationals uniform Sure Do you call me crazy? (laughs) I probably shouldn't say this. Do it. But no one listens anyways. (laughs) I found myself today for the first time watching their spring training game against the Cardinals sort of rooting against Carter Keeboom. And as a Nationals fan, not as some person in the media, as a Nationals fan, not because I dislike him or because I want him to do poorly, but quite because the opposite. If he does poorly, it just goes to show to ownership. This is why you pay your, yeah. your homegrown
0: superstars. Yeah.
2: Got it. That
1: does, that, does that make sense at all?
0: Now I understand what yes, you're saying. Yes, when you first said it, I was quite confused. No,
1: I want Carter to keep him to do well. I like, he's. I think he's a good kid. I think he's talented. I'm obviously, um, he, him it's being... Good. It's his job to lose. Right. Him being good, it helps the Nationals be good. But, This is back-to-back seasons that the Nationals have led. Their two high-drafted, homegrown superstars walk out the door. I get they kept Strasburg this year, but I feel like that was always going to be a conclusion. It was a matter of whether or not they were going to actually spend and to keep Rendon too, and they chose not to. So if Kiwum becomes not it, and they don't have any long-term solution at third base in the foreseeable future and then Anthony goes to LA and the Angels suddenly have a great run or something like that. It's just I mean to me it's just like this is why you do it. Mm-hmm. You this is why you don't let him walk out the door. Sure. And we've been saying mean. that for over a year now. Ever since Bryce left, this this has been a two-year thing. Well, no, I guess it, not since Bryce left. Well, I that guess. was the justification for Bryce leaving was so you can pay Anthony Rendon. And so like this has been a two-year rolls. thing. So even in Bryce's last year here, everyone's saying Okay, if he walks at the door, you got to make sure you lock up this kid, this guy. And they didn't. Yeah, they won a World Series. And that's kind of another thing I said too at the end of the whole run was like, now this just, now this kind of gives them justification to let him walk because they can always fall back and say, Bobby won the World Series.
2: Yeah. It's it's a weird situation with the learners, Bobby, just because the Nats have the sixth highest payroll in baseball. That's really good. And that's the thing. That's and, a lot. Like, you should be grateful that you have an owner ownership group that's willing to spend half a billion dollars just to three starting pitchers alone yeah you know at the same time sometimes they treat their business operations like what made them rich to begin with like commercial properties and you know for example uh, mike rizzo and um davy martinez are in contract years
1: davy has an option but yeah
2: yeah why isn't mike rizzo given a blank check like hey mike you earned it yeah you've done a fantastic job. You might be the best talent evaluator in all of baseball
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know whatever you want you done yeah and you no know, i I could certainly see not that that not being the case is that I feel like they what I mean by that is that learners will allocate x amount of dollars to players that they think are of value, and then there's other situations when they completely devalue other instances and I think you know, that Anthony Rendon situation that you just described. And then also maybe even more importantly is what are they going to do with Mike Rizzo? Right. And I know he wants to stay here. I know he loves DC. He's, you know, he's been here from through thick and thin. So I, I would be surprised if he were to, you know, go elsewhere, but you know, this guy deserves a hefty pay raise and some, you know, job security.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. And, Trying to think, is that the way it's happened around the league? Like I know, like Theo Epstein, he is just he was handed a blank check by the Cubs, correct? Mm -hmm. The guy who
2: managers uh, Braves GM just got a six year extension, yeah.
1: And and their manager and their manager got a three year. Um, the guy who did uh won the past two World Series for the Red Sox before he got he got fired, but, but he was basically. Supposed to be in trust for a long time, but then he got caught up with the whole cheating thing. Um, So, yeah, yeah, I hear it. I mean, that's just, but it's just never been the way that they've operated. I mean, I get. uh, uh, Dave Martinez is now the first manager to ever manage three spring trainings in Nationals history. Wow.
0: What?
1: No manager has. Has been there for three spring trainings.
0: That's crazy.
1: In nationals history. Technically, Frank Robinson, but his first was with, with in Montreal, so it technically didn't happen in DC. So it's just, that's just the way the team operates, mm-hmm. which I guess is fine. And I guess, like, if maybe behind closed doors they explained to Rizzo and Davey, this is why we do it. We have no interest in losing you we want to pay you and you'll be around, but this is how we're going to do go about this business. And if they're okay with it, that's all fine. Dandy. But yes, on the surface, it doesn't look good. Sure. Um, and I think even Boz wrote an article in the Post a couple of weeks ago being like, they need to be fucking paid and extended. Yes. Like, yeah, know. that's what I.
2: That's how I brought it up. Um, okay, just want to move up 95, go up to go to the yard. Year two of the rebuild. Adley Rutschman. Rutschman, Rutschman. I said rebuild. that. I did that last time
0: rebuild we got this reload <laughs> reload uh
2: what what was the environment like down there and so I, on and so forth so
1: different um obviously but you know as i just talked about the nats clubhouse being very reserved a lot of older guys in there veterans you know winning the world series they don't want the they don't want the attention For the orioles it's so many young guys mm-hmm. you know guys who a lot of minor league guys getting invited to big league camp. They're not major leaguers. They're not used to it. They're, they've they never been it. So they like the attention. You know, sure. they like, I mean, I would literally go in the clouds and we would just talk to the guys, you know, because, well, I mean, especially the quote-unquote younger guys, the minor leaguers that are there, They're some of them are younger than me. So I'm like talking to like a 24-year-old kid just about baseball. Calm uh, down, here. So <laughs> – so they're all very open. I mean it's just way more rela- I think the, the best thing the Orioles have going for them going into this year, like they know who they are. They know what's going to happen. They know what to expect. There's no there's no, you know, Manny Machado free agency looming over them. There's mm-hmm. no far-fetched expectations to be competitive this year. They are again like you said, year 2 of a rebuild. They are Seeing what young talent they have, who can make sure. the next step, focusing on the draft. They had the number two overall pick in this year's draft. Um, trying, making sure Adley develops properly, and when see he, what
2: when is he going to come up, started. Yeah, that's
1: my. I was, probably next year.
2: They're going to keep him down for another year. Yeah,
1: I would be surprised if he came up. I don't think at any. I mean, would a lot have to do with that? Just because
2: they'll. Most likely, the Orioles are not going to be contending, and they want another year of eligibility with him. Or I yeah, it also might he not. Needs, he needs some at bats because I mean, this he level, definitely needs at bats. This because this level of talent usually gets called up midway through the season. Yeah, if he's as but, all, I mean, but what's if, the point? If, if he's I mean, well, that, that that was my question. Just because they don't want to, right? I mean, also lose I mean, another a year of you know eligibility he might.
1: I don't know where he, they haven't said where he's going to start this year, but my guess is that it can be in high single A, may, and then maybe make a quick jump to Bowie and then end up at Norfolk by the end of the season. But, you know, they didn't bring up Mountcastle last year, and he definitely deserved to be up here.
0: He did. Um, I, I think last it's— Last year, we were dead set on losing 100 games.
1: Right. So I, I think it's a combination of all of those things. They don't they don't want to rush him. He definitely needs time. To, I mean, he, he's also a catcher. You know, he's never caught a major league pitcher before until this, you know, couple weeks ago. You can't just throw him in a major league game and expect him to call a game. True. Um. But, no, the talent's there. He looks like a fucking stud. I was going to say, how big is he? He's big. He even looks – I think I tried to convey this to you guys too when I was down there. He looks bigger than when I saw him at the end of last season already. He's Thick. still growing. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's 22, I think. He's, he's just going to get bigger. And, like, muscle-wise. Not, yeah. Yeah. And he looks He looks the part. Like, how long has Chan Sisko been up with the Orioles now? This is, like, what, three years or something. He's, like, as big as Chan. like, they look identical. That's crazy. And I mean, and in some instances, and the best thing Ian about Adley is watching bullpen sessions. You know, all those pitchers are throwing to multiple catchers. Adley's easily the most vocal. You oh. can, you can hear him. Oh, And I then love after it. every he, after every pitch, yep, I like that one. Nope, that was a little low. You know, after and you know he's also probably not having met a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. After every session, walks up, talks to the guy, tells the pitcher what he saw, what he likes. He's so smart, and just, he just oozes leadership. catchers le- are yeah. the smartest. oozes yeah. leadership. And they said
0: that his IQ, baseball IQ, is just off the charts.
1: He oozes leadership. So, again, I don't think he's coming up until next year, but he's something to keep an eye on. And, you know, again, that whole clubhouse, that whole team is just so relaxed because they know what they are. Yeah. I mean, and, you know. Chris Davis. Chris Davis. 60 at, home runs. AL MVP, John Means, now will we AL Cy si Young. I know we get this during
2: the regular season, but am I going to get even spring training score updates from Mumo every time?
0: You, I you mean, know you, know got two, you got two today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we
0: kept them close. We kept, Davis, we kept them very close both games.
1: Chris Davis has reached in all five of his plate appearances so far. Two walks. No, three walks. A single when he had a home run today. There you go. But the Orioles lost 13-1. to one. There you go. The other one
0: was 15-2. to two.
1: Oh fifteen two, you're right. Yeah. So they scored another one. But mm-hmm. the only one being Chris Davis on solo home run. So not bad.
0: Yeah, there are some good, but it's it's gonna be a lot of bad. It's gonna be a lot of bad. But I'm just gonna pay attention to the
2: good. Hey, all the Dominicans, more draft picks.
0: Yes, please, and thank you.
2: So uh you know, we're at the hour we did an hour forty eight minutes, guys. Oh, uh,
0: uh, Daniela. Daniela so, You know, she I'm,
2: did hour she said hour and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah, but
0: she switched it to under an hour forty five. Healy's coming in the big winner. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, Impressive. Yeah. So I did want to end. Um, today is my mom's birthday. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, out of respect for her, I am not going to divulge what her how old she would be today. Nice. Um, you know, this has been a it's been a tough year with, you know, what we've seen with with the Kobe Bryant tragedy and you know I I had a a friend lost a, a sibling last week and and an awful accident and you know. Life's so short, it's so fragile, you never know, nothing's guaranteed, and, you know, on a day like today, which is a really tough day for me, um, just, you know, tell everyone that you love, that you love them, give them a hug, love you, Bear. (laughs) Love you, Bear.
1: And, um, you know, that's, that's, end end of speech. Yeah. Well said. That's nice. Yep. I didn't realize. Did you realize that was today? Yep. Happy birthday, Mom, Natalia! Happy birthday, Misses. Um, well, on that positive note, keep it a positive note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to say congrats to friend of the program, Umo, on his job promotion? Yep. He was very excited to have by that over the weekend. Bazumo! Bazumo. Bazumo. Sounds like a great opportunity for them uh, or him. I'm sorry. Uh, so that's exciting. With um, a kid on the way. Yeah. Yep. You guys know, right? Yes. Okay. What? What it is?
0: No. What is it? You don't know? <laughs> yeah. Shut don't.
1: Up. All right. <laughs> Baby girl. <laughs> Nicole. That. Nicole.
0: No, we're just kidding. Nicole. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: that's so my sister's name? No, but that that video I sent over of the the girl pitching to the dad and he taking her deep.
0: <laughs> just take him yard. Gets he gets hit in the shoulder,
1: <laughs> and then just go. But <laughs> also, it's funny because it sounds like Ian. <laughs> mm-hmm. so like I was like Nick, this is going
2: to—they're hey, be- going to learn. They're going to learn. Yeah. Gonna be and I'm not Ian. taking it
0: easy on shit. Yeah. Oh no, you boy gonna girl. Be I don't give a fuck. I'm sending that thing yard. Yeah. <laughs> hard, hard, hard. Yeah. It was just I was cracking up. That was and perfect. Ian was
1: like, I mean, no, Uma was like, well, yeah, if he she leaves one out over the plate, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he better take her yard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, See ball, hit ball. Yeah. Exactly. So that was fun. Got a hanger, Sarge. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else? Nope. Porter, Rod and Gregory's? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, we're good.
1: Do uh, you know what he's watching? Anyone know what he's watching? Something about New Hampshire. Well, if he
2: was in The Grey's Anatomy, he's got a lot of seasons to watch. So maybe he's
1: yeah. Well, but he started in season like what nine or ten. <laughs> no. So he's he start, like, started. He started over.
0: Never mind. Just oh, moving. he did. Yeah. Did he really? No, oh, he, that was the first thing he saw was okay. season eight or whatever. But then he started over.
1: You know, Ryan Gregory's has like sneaky become my dad's favorite segment. Really? Because he's just like he loves Porter's like insight on TV shows. Excellent. He's like and like he looks for new things to watch. So he's like, I want to watch it. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so we need to find out Rome's. Um, Grades on on the ones that he's watched. Yeah, that's. I true. want to compare him between the two. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Ron Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> uh All right. Cool. Sweet. Well, yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to think ahead. Back next week. I'm pretty sure I'm good next week. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Hopefully, it won't be. Uh, I'm definitely not traveling anytime soon. So, uh, we should be good through spring training ish and work around Ian's schedule should be doing new podcasts every week. Of course, you can follow along on the Put Me in Coach podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Give us a follow on social media at PMIC Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, that's where we put all our new content, um, especially for new episodes and such like that. Uh, at Tom underscore Natalie, At Ian underscore Foster 21. At Bobby underscore Blanco for myself. This is the Put Me In Coach podcast. We thank everyone for tuning in and we will see you next week.
0: Shields up. My watch is ended.
1: This has been the Put Me In Coach podcast.
0: Screw you guys, I'm going home.